This was one of the most popular questions submitted to us. Oh, sure. Have you ever piped with the suit on? It's, why does everyone ask me that? I feel like it's, a, it's like a go-to question. You just immediately think about it. This guy came on stage, told a story about how he came out as gay to his girlfriend of six years. I had a guy call in once. He told me that his friend confessed to murder to him and he was calling me and saying what should i do so this is just product placement jeremy so sure, yeah i'll be pouring all your drinks today okay hey cool. what's up my name is jeremy one two three jeremy one two three jeremy one two three jeremy no i'm gonna just doing it for now for my fuck thing i'm gonna move it don't worry jeremy one two three keep going Jeremy one two three. How many times do I have to say Jeremy one two three? It's Jeremy one two three. Wu-talk. Jeremy one two. Wu talk one two three. One two three. Wu talk. Wu talk one two three. One two three. One two three. Lyle, drop what? a freestyle. One two three. Gecko, timed. I can't. <laughs> one two three. Gecko. One two three. Oh, real quick. Yes. Mike, this as close as you can be. So if you need so to you grab it, can do yeah, this. Yeah, if you All grab right. it and lean back, but like okay. just keep it close to your keep face. Keep it close. Okay, got put it. Put on the table. Make sure you're close to it. Okay, you got it. You got. It. If I'm, you feel free to yell at me if and my if mic he, yeah, is if he's not flipping you off. That means get close to the mic. Yeah, it's I, our okay. sign. I'll just do this. Okay, cool. He's gonna go like this aggressively, <laughs> and that means get closer to the mic. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> Today we are with Therapy Gecko. If you like him, give us a follow because we are trying to steal his fan base. Oh, <laughs> not true. That is not true. Yeah, I, don't know, sh- I don't even know who this guy is. Where did yeah. he come from? There's hey, no stealing. It's just it's all. Yeah, it's a sharing. It's a shared thing. We you, hope you, that our followers follow him as well. We had some stories one, two, three, after I put you one, two, three, up, being like, I've never one, two, seen this guy's three, content three, before, but now I'm obsessed. And then they started like oh, sending in questions. Oh, sick. So we have a couple, a couple segments. Number two. Are we on right now? Number two test. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Hello, hello. Sure. Try not to talk about anything important. Okay, sure. What'd you okay. say? Right. Number two. You have pour in the cup. You gotta okay. play the game with us. One, two, three. I'm gonna explain the game to uh, Lyle real fast. So, yeah. whenever it beeps, we just take the shot of seltzer. I'll okay. I'll refill You'll your cup refill for you, so you don't have to worry. Got, the yep, hands. got you. And then, uh, but uh, if you're mid talking and it beeps, just finish your your thought first, and then like you don't have to like like break sentence to take your shot. Basically, okay, yeah. sure. So um, all righty then. You wanna you wanna sit down? Yeah, sorry. Here, here. Brand, are you good? Yeah, it's rolling. All right. So, welcome back to the juiciest show on the internet. My name is Wu Talk, and today we are here with a very special lizard, Mr. Therapy Gecko. Lyle is his real name. Thanks for having me. And we're going under the influence. Sponsored by. Oh, I don't know. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, you gotta pour your shot, man. Oh, I, I, I just recovered over a sickness, so I'm not drinking today. This is your guys' product, right? Correct. Have you ever had somebody come in here and take a sip of it and go, that was disgusting? <laughs> no, never have. No one's ever Are done you about that. about to be the first? No, it was good. Okay. But I'm just oh, saying, like, right, if. Right. No, no, it was good. But I'm just saying, like, I was like, man, if I, if I don't like it. I'd, and you didn't know, and then you sat down. Should I sell? I would, I'd probably tell the truth if I didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, no, we no, would no. prefer that. We'd yeah. prefer that. But we genuinely are very proud of our product and we good. stand behind it. Yeah, it no good. weird aftertaste, no sugar, no fixed sweetener. So, so are you in your, pri- in your like personal lives? Are you big drinkers? I wouldn't say he is. Yeah. I, I would just, say I am, and I would definitely say he is as well. Not for work or anything. Yeah. What? Yeah, just for fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, just for fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I work with alcohol. I'm a bartender. He is a professional clubber. 
That's his Babe, job. What do you mean by professional club? Not clubber? professional, just club rat. Okay. <laughs> what do you, how do you? I don't want to say the term. Dumb, how do you make money? Oh, uh, I own a nail salon back in Iowa. Okay. And then I also just do like brand deals and stuff sometimes. Look I'm at his hands. Like, Look I'm, at his I'm hands. A, I'm an influencer. Yeah. Okay. What do you? How, what do you influence people to do? Just be themselves. I, I like that. I like that. He, Wait, real he's, quick. A, he's a thirst trapper. He's a thirst. You're trapper. a thirst trapper. Are you yeah, in good yeah. shape? No. <laughs> <laughs> Every 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 day, there's a chance I might keel over and die. <laughs> it's a club rat and a therapy gecko. Yeah. <laughs> like and and, and uh, say it. A what drinking pig. <laughs> you kind of have the what is the April O'Neil look a little bit like from <laughs> who's, uh, who's April O'Neil? We're Ninja April Turtles. O'Neil and the fucking Ninja Turtle. Ninja Turtles. Who's April O'Neil? The girl, the shoddy, the one that all the Ninja Turtles love. Oh, so I'm a baddie. Yeah. No, yeah. no, he's talking to. Oh, you? Yeah, you. Because no, I'm in the yellow. Oh, sure, yellow. Okay. Yeah, so I was going I for it was like gecko, rainforest, raincoat. That's yeah. how I was just using word associate <laughs> association. How did, how did you guys meet each other? Us two. Yeah. Grinder. Uh, yeah, so I was on Grinder, and okay. then um, I declined him originally, but then he super liked me, so then I just swiped him out of pity. Yeah. yeah. I, and then it was love at first swipe. I don't understand sarcasm very oh, well. I uh, take I, everything everyone sorry, says sorry, to me sorry. at face value. So it's like, oh, that's sweet that you no, guys no, 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 no. So, on so Grindr and made what, uh, what really content. happened was, so I'm like a bartending content creator. Okay. When he started this drink brand, he reached out to me to kind of just like, I guess, purchase promotion. Yeah. And I was looking for Asians on TikTok that were 21 plus because they under, they would understand the product. Yeah. And be excited by it. Okay. Because if I was just like, you know, other people were like, oh, it's just a hard seltzer. Like, why? But Asian people in particular were like, whoa, like... I love hard seltzer and I, it's Asian flavors because we were one of the first to do it. Did you guys like grow up in Korea or you were you born here? No, I was born in uh, Los Angeles and then immediately moved to the Bay Area. I was wait. born in Korea. Has the, has the in, uh, interview started? Yeah, yes. it started. Yeah, wait, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait a second. <laughs> we are asking the question. All right, let's <laughs> do it. But anyways, we it met because I was not born in Korea. Yeah. Where, where were you born? I was born in uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore. Yes. Did you grow up on the East Coast? I did. Okay. Yeah. You stayed in Maryland, or I, I grew up on the East Coast, and um, I miss it there. I don't like. Uh, I like a variance in the weather. Same. Yeah. Really. Same. Yeah. I disagree. Why? I like the break of LA, though. Like I like living here for a little bit. I wouldn't want to be here forever. LA to me feels like it's very much a city made for cars. Like, have you ever yeah. played? Um, you know, in Black Ops, the Nuke Town. Where it's like, here's a place that looks like people live in it, but they test it for nuclear weapons. Yeah. That's what like downtown LA kind of looks like. Yeah, like me. it's like supposed to be. It looks like it's for people, but it's for cars. It's for cars. Yes. It's dystopian. Very true. Very yeah. true. When did you When did you come to LA then? Uh, about a year ago. And do you? Whoa, whoa that's super recent. Super, yeah. Super <laughs> recent. <laughs> How long have you been here for? Uh, I am five months in. You're five months in. Yeah. yeah. Five months. Okay. I'm about nine months too, so we're all brand new. Oh, you guys are all brand new. Except no, him. No, He's no, been no, here I've a while. Been here for like seven or eight years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so you, you moved here to do the drink company? Uh, not the drink company. So I am an investor, but um, this this podcast is a joint venture. You're an investor? Us. Yeah. How do you how do you have enough money to be an investor? Influencing. Influencing. And it wasn't like I didn't put a lot in. What the you fuck? Have, what, he has who? an e-com business. Yeah, and I have too. an e-commerce business. That okay. Those bar tools up there, I, I sell those online. You didn't, well, at the time of where the company was, you put in a good amount. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah it was yeah, helpful yeah. to us. Nice. Yeah. Good to hear that. <laughs> yes. Cheers. Cheers. Speaking of those bar tools, um, show is sponsored by Nectar <laughs> hey. Hard oh, right, Seltzer. Right now? Well, we have a, yeah, yeah. We just throw in the ad breaks. And by the way, we oh. can promote all your stuff too. Okay. Because yeah. watch time, 
You know, you want to get them in the beginning. I mean, I haven't even said anything yet that would yeah. make anyone go, "I want to go watch no, no, this we're, guy's we're about thing." To, we're about to get into you. You keep you keep putting the works on us. Yeah, you're, you're you're a well trained therapy, therapy yeah. gecko. You guys drink hard seltzer? We do. Yeah, we do. But most of them are gross. We are. We got that weird aftertaste. Yeah. Ours is very very clean Asian flavors, which no one's doing. Okay. Yeah. First one Asian pear. Did you say Asian hair? Asian pear. Oh, I got Asian hair. I was gonna say I'm like. <laughs> wow, that's really good. Cool. You like it? I'm really picky. Really? What do you I normally like drink? This one's lychee. None. I used to drink the fruit punch trulies, and then eventually I'm like, okay, they're gross. Got over yeah. It. yeah. There you go. I'm sure you hear the pear is really good. Pear and lychee are top two by yeah. far. Well, I appreciate you guys trying. It was really good. Actually, we will take this. Hey, you'll take a box? Absolutely. Thank you, thank you. Uh, do you mind if I use your reactions? No, I don't mind. Great. I would have been gayer if I was just like, <laughs> oh, is it on? <laughs> It was so good. I think the number one question we have to ask is, when did you decide to put on a gecko suit? Uh, it came to me in a dream. I had a dream that a, a little lizard um, vis visited me in like a burning bush mm -hmm. and told me to put on this costume and um, uh, sell ads on a podcast. <laughs> Sounds biblical. It was very biblical, yeah. yeah. I was like, think of the Hulu money. No, I started, started this in uh, June of 2020. Uh, it's very much a pandemic thing. And uh, first, I didn't even take calls. I just would go on and like rant about the lizard agenda. Um, just, it was just a what is the, adult what is in the, my mom's basement. What is the lizard agenda? Yeah. Oh, you'll find out. <laughs> wow, okay. He's hitting us with it slowly. Just you wait. Wait. So, yeah. did you have any background in media content creation? Were you like a theater yeah. kid? Uh, so, when I was 13, I started making short films. And when I was 16, I started doing stand-up comedy. And so, I've been, I've been like making stuff and put it on... I mean, I've been making stuff and put it on the internet for like 12 years. Wow. 13, though? You were yeah. editing videos at 13. Yeah, yeah. I was editing videos when I was in like fifth grade. I was like yeah. on iMovie. What was the very first videos, type of videos you edited? When I was in fifth grade, and I can't go any further into this because I don't... I when I was in fifth grade, I made a video that explained how Mickey Mouse did 9/11. <laughs> in the fifth grade. Yeah, it's somewhere around here. I don't know why I was thinking about 9/11 so much when I was in fifth grade, but it was an impactful moment. I did like I like did some fucking thing with like I was like doing my own like like robot chicken thing where I was like uh -huh. playing with dolls and for some reason I had Mickey committing 9/11. Oh and I like did the voice for him and stuff. Uh huh. I also started editing videos around that age, but mine was for RuneScape. I started making RuneScape music videos. Okay. Yeah, yeah but did this take off right away? You literally were just like, I'm going to get in a lizard suit and get on camera and rant. That's it? So uh, it took off pretty fast for two reasons. One is the Reddit public. You guys use Reddit, guys? Yes. Not for the same reason you use it, <laughs> Not for the same reason I use it? What, what reason, what do, reason you do you use it? I don't want to say. Just he likes porn? looking at girls. <laughs> there's nothing you said that as if there's something shame. Everyone uses Reddit for porn. There's nothing to be ashamed for. My favorite subreddit is r slash huge boobs hardcore. <laughs> it's one guy curating all of this porn. And I love it because if like oh, this one time I was on my stream and I read like the rule. He made like these rules where he's like, the girls must be exactly this cup size and the videos oh. must be, like he was very, I respected how seriously he took moderating the subreddit. <laughs> and so it makes me want to support his It's like artfully curated. Life. Yeah, it's artfully curated, mm. I like that. Are you a boob man or a butt man? 
I um I don't I don't like I try not to generalize. Okay. So you know, um, you know, and uh, you like both. Yeah, sure, sure. You don't prefer one over the other? No, I don't think so. You actually, when I was um growing up, I was I was really into like um like fifth grade. I think I was I would go on my family computer and like look. For girls with like, um, <laughs> <laughs> like real, like kind of cartoonishly big. big. Yes, there was another subreddit. I'm gonna end up talking about this way too long. <laughs> no, we got. It was time. called R <laughs> subreddit that I went on when I was like literally 12, called R slash bolted on Max. <laughs> what? And it was like um, girls with like very large breast implants. Mm. I should not have been Max looking trucks, at this yeah. when I was. 100%. You guys don't think when it's too big, it starts becoming a little unattractive. I yeah, I agree. Like, what, at what point is it too big? Like, like just too big. You can tell when it's proportional. It's just like skin, a- and they're not. Much Angela White how, is that too big? No, that's fine. Those are <laughs> those are out natural. No. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are. But when they're like stretched to like hot air balloons. Oh, yeah. you mean like huge kind of, fake titties? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Bolted on. They're bolted on. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I remember why I was talking about this. Yeah, yeah. How'd you get? How'd you blow up? You said okay, it quickly. Okay, so I was on Reddit, and um, there was a subreddit called R. Uh, okay, there's something called the Reddit Public Access Network. Mm. It's this really cool thing. It was this uh, streaming platform where um, uh, anyone could live stream to it, and like the most, uh, the live stream of the most viewers would get pushed to the front page of Reddit. Damn. And so I started out on there. And um, I was a, a gecko taking phone calls, and uh, my streams would get to the front page of Reddit like fast. So like I, you could I stream on Reddit, or you're streaming on Twitch or YouTube. Stream, you could stream directly to Reddit. He's talking what? about Reddit, yeah. Yeah, and they had there's vertical only, and it was it was so great because like Twitch is like a lot of like the big. Like, if you're on Twitch and you have, like, 20,000 viewers or something crazy like that, you're, like, a professional streamer person mm-hmm. or something. But what was cool about Arpan is it was just, like, people... Like, there was a guy who would stream himself, like, on his fitness journey, like, on a treadmill, running to music. And he had, like, you know, 40,000 people watching him. And he, <laughs> wow. was just, he was just a guy. He'd never streamed before. Uh-huh. And that kind of happened to me. Like, I was uh, streaming myself as this gecko, uh, talking to people on the phone, and my streams would hit the front page. And um, so that kind of got people uh, into my thing pretty fast. And then I took a clip of that and I put it on TikTok and I got really, really, really lucky Mm. because the first clip I ever posted of me being a gecko got like two and a half million views. Wow. And so I just kept doing it. Uh I like, because here's the thing, if it didn't, (laughs) if like, like this, I don't think this is something I would have like kept trying if it didn't work (laughs) for that long. You know what I'm saying? Uh Like I got lucky that it worked. uh, It it got momentum off the bat. Uh And I'm, um, especially because it's a call-in show and when you have a call-in show, you need to like, you need you know, to get a lot of views to get a call Right, in. you need yeah. a diversity of perspective and you need a lot of like different people calling in and mm-hmm. you can't really just like slog along. Oh, I got a question. Um, how much calls do you have to sift through to create a good show? Is it like every 10 calls and then there's one good one? Or like, I'm sure there's a lot of BS that you got to... Uh, how many? Um, so I think usually, usually I'll stream for like something like six to nine hours a week like i'll do 
Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and I'll do these like two to three hour long streams. And of that, I'll usually get like, uh, let's say two or three hours are like calls that I'm really stoked on. Wow. And also there's calls that like kind of like work in the context of the stream, but they don't work in the context of the podcast, if that mm. makes sense. It's kind of granular. Yeah. But you didn't answer what made you like put the gecko costume on initially. Oh. What's the thought process behind like, it? Like why the a dream. gecko? Yeah. The dream. The lizard came to me. No, that dream. was a lie. <laughs> You're lying to us already? I lied to you once. Okay, most, fine. The, every, the, all the most personal stuff that I've told you so far has been... Drink. You I can't... Every, already... Yeah, but you lied. So oh, that's you have a punishment. to drink if you lie? Yeah. yeah we're a very truthful You should have told me here. that beforehand. <laughs> so there's more lies? I feel like you're making up rules. I feel like you're lying, Whoa. which means you have to drink. But hey, now it's a paradox because then you're not lying. This is my show. Wait a minute. He just, he just got you. You got to drink now. No, but that was just a punishment. Okay. <laughs> no, only one of us can... Okay. Wait. I have no idea why, Gecko. I don't... I'm... <laughs> the, the great equalizer. <laughs> no, Eddie has the the remote today. Oh. Um, why a gecko? Well, I this didn't. <sighs> Was it just like an intrusive thought, and then you ran with it? I made this video uh, before I started being therapy gecko that involved me having a gecko costume, oh. and um, so I had the gecko costume. Uh, left over from that video But now that I think about it Like kind of after the fact It makes a lot of sense A gecko Because um, I try to Maintain as much as I can Like uh, Sort of Neutrally Waving my way Through The things that People are telling me about And geckos They're kind of Neutral Stoic creatures Yeah And that's I think the the gecko is like they're not necessarily happy and they're not necessarily sad. They're like grounded animals. Mm. And so after the fact, I think it makes sense. But I didn't. I didn't think about. I didn't have like a brain blast. Like, oh, geckos are this <laughs> stoic creature, and then go buy a costume. I just had it. Yeah, so, but, so as a gecko, how do you feel about furries? How do I feel about furries? I uh -huh. think I've talked to some furries. So I, it's just about community. Okay, you know. Um, a lot, a big misconception about furries is that they're all, it's all a sex thing. Mm. Huh. I mean, from my understanding, a lot of it is a sex thing, <laughs> uh -huh. but, um, Do you know, like a, a percentage split of how much is sex related? No, I'm not the guy to give that info because I don't, <laughs> I haven't done enough furries, research. Like, I don't want to speak for, for the furries, furry community, but, yeah. but it, that's, it's just community. It's uh -huh. like, it's like the reason why you go to your fantasy football team is like, you know, your friends Shared are there, interest. you have a beer, and then if you're lucky, you make some money. Uh -huh. The reason you're in the furry community is your friends are there, you get to hang out, and if you're lucky, you get to fuck a fox person. <laughs> <laughs> is there a budding gecko community? And what and what happens if I get lucky in the gecko community? What happens if you get lucky in the gecko community? Yeah, you know, community? you said in fantasy football, you get lucky, you make some money. In the furry community, you get... You I get feel like geckos are just an extension of the furry, no? Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Geckos, uh, some people have said I'm a scale... I talked to a guy who was a furry about this, and mm -hmm. they said... Um, the, I, they were like, you're not a furry... You decide if you're a furry. Oh. So... Because if everyone, if the your barometer for a furry is just a person wearing an animal costume, then uh -huh. like a kid with his face painted like a ladybug at a fair is a furry. Well, I thought a furry was people that like to engage in sex in their costume. In the that is, costume. from what, from my understanding, it's a part of it. But, it's, but it sounds like it's a it's misconception. Not yeah. Oh. 
Um, speaking of festivals yes. or conventions, yes. you were just at the Bondism. B- Bondism? BDSM? Uh, B- I was at a BDSM oh, show. It wasn't a festival. Okay. Got it. He got nervous saying that. You saw it. No, because <laughs> no, this motherfucker, this guy always be correcting me on my vocab. He's very condescending. He makes faces like... <laughs> what I'm saying things. Say anything. Always correcting my grammar, so it makes me nervous. Have you, know? you ever heard of a concept called reading positive intent? Oh, do you know what I'm talking about? School me. Like he's looking. He because he's. I think, and I can see you're not meaning to. No, it's never him. in a hey, mean make, way. Make it's face. your make the, face. He, make the. Can make you the make face. the face? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the th- but like okay you look you look at his face and your hurt comes from your perception yes. that he's trying to hurt you. But the if past you experience, but if you read experience. it positively. And you were like, what does that mean? This is what Eddie was doing, by the way, for the camera. He was oh, making, sorry. Making it rain. Oh, oh, so it just means you're going off. No, oh, is, oh, sorry, sorry. I thought, sorry, I thought I meant the mic. No, no, no. I was, this I was, is Mike. I was about yeah. saying with the positive intent thing, it's yeah. like, what if you looked at his face and you were like, oh, this is my, he's saying this because yeah, he like you just tried to find a good yeah. thing All right, about so, it. So imagine if you're sitting here, this is your first time we've ever met. Yes. You're asking questions, talking about your life, your business. Yep. <laughs> That's not what he's, I did. He's he's. Um, I, you know, I, would, I would say, oh, he's confused. How can I better explain it to the whole him? Time of it. Yeah. What is like, he not, not understanding? How? What can I do in this situation to make you it's feel? Not what I do. You know, better. All I'm Stop saying messing, is, uh, come on, guys. Uh, Lyle, Lyle is going off right now. That's yeah, no, yeah, hey, he was. Wait. You were doing the money thing. I yeah, thought yeah, you were yeah. doing the blowjob thing. No, no, closer to the mic. Wait, before we get into the BDSM festival. It's not Do a you festival, ha- man. Sorry, you didn't sorry. hear him? Sorry, sorry. It's a show. Is, it, is that positive intent? Should I assume positive intent? No, he intent was just being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that was just that was just being yeah, a dick. Yeah. He got it right. Wait, wait. He got it right there. You're you're not like you're naturally good at giving like what happened earlier today before yeah. the show started. Was that always who you were or like you've learned Real therapy? Are you reading books? Like you're actually good at this. So many there's so many times uh while I'll be talking to someone and they'll be like, Are you doing your therapy thing right now and I'll be like this is just how I talk Uh Um, so did you start this because of the way you were or did you develop it more from doing so many shows the way I look at it is a lot of this started just fucking just just fucking around on reddit in my mom's basement and then kind of after the fact once it started picking up steam and becoming like the thing that I do with my life right now I is when I looked at it and was like oh this makes a lot of sense Mm. you know because I've always been uh, interested in strangers and uh, also, you know, my just, uh, influences growing up were like weird, surreal stuff, and so it all kind of mesh- meshes together. You know, well, explain what were real, weird, surreal stuff. Like I'm, I'm, I've since I was 14, I was a huge fan of Adult Swim. Ah. <laughs> That's what I was doing before I was a gecko. I was, I yeah. was on their marketing team. Really, at yeah. Adult Swim. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. yeah. That explains a lot. That explains a lot. Of um, like they have, they have, they had a streaming uh, platform where they would do their own streams, and their and their streams were like kind of weird and zany and stuff, mm-hmm. like a robot chicken vibe or like, um, sort of, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then I guess yeah, I was doing the robot chicken Mickey Mouse nine eleven stuff too. <laughs> I could see you getting like an Adult Swim show one day. It's you know, uh, I don't know. TV is like I feel like the most. I feel like the internet is so much better than TV now. So if you were approached with a traditional media deal, you would say no? No, I wouldn't say no. I think there's like, I mean, I guess there's the opportunity to like, 
you know, do stuff with a bigger budget and that and be on a net. There's still there's still like excitingness mm. and legitimacy to it that's exciting. I agree, I agree with you. I think the internet is better, but it's like um, we were talking to Party Shirt about this actually. So they've been approached with like traditional media deals, and it was like one, the numbers, like money, is better in traditional media still, and then two, it's like for your resume as an entertainer creator, it's like you're kind of hitting on all right. These, it's these like aspects. legitimacy thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. If you had a, if you could get a network to support a show, what, what do you have any show ideas? Um, I'd love to do something where I, I'm, I anything that I would do, I would still want it to be like kind of nonfiction. Um, I'd love to do like some kind of some animated thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'd love to do, you know, you ever seen the Midnight Gospel? No. Uh, it's like this show uh, based off of this guy Duncan Trussell's podcast, where they kind of like animate episodes of his podcast. And I'd l- I'd love to do like the therapy gecko version. Of it. I think that's that'd be a cool. Good idea because the things are crazy. But back to the BDSM. Yes, event. of course. <laughs> what was the gecko doing at a BDSM event? I had Kazumi was on your guys's podcast. Yes, she's a friend um, of ours. Yeah, she was on mine, and I I met her. I went to the uh, AVN convention, mm. which is like the big porn star convention. Yep. And I met Kazumi there, and now we've become friends. And she invited me. She just was texting me and was like, "Hey, I'm going." She was like, "Hey, I have this friend who lives in the closet of a gay porn museum, and she's doing a show there. If you want to come." And I was like, "That sounds." (laughs) That's what I said, and I was like, "That sounds interesting." What does it mean? Lives in the closet? Is that a metaphor for some some like? No, I went. She, she, she does live at the at the at the place, but um, <laughs> actually, she, I don't closet. think she lives. She doesn't live in the closet. It's just it was this very small room, but uh, she switched over to a bigger room. Yes, yeah. And she's uh. just basically they do uh, like an internship, and then and during that internship, they create art, and then they have like a ending project, which is what we attended. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, you in the you, sense of like you met him. So I met. Yeah, yeah. I met. I oh, met. I met Eddie. Oh, what briefly. the fuck? Yeah, interesting. I didn't. I didn't look like this. Okay. <laughs> what was the yeah? What was the most interesting thing at AVN? At AVN, you know what the most interesting thing was is that everyone there was really nice. Yep. yep. It's like I think there's like this um, I don't know idea of like porn people being like some kind of a way. However, you could describe. Maybe it's like a standoffishness or something. But mm-hmm. ed- ed- overwhelmingly. Everyone that I met there was very kind and cool and wholesome. You know? I feel like if you have to get uh, naked for your career, being naked is a very vulnerable thing. Yes. So when you're in your most vulnerable state at that point, it's like, who, like I don't care what anybody says or does to me because I've been naked. Yeah, right, 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 right. I mean, you could having sex there. with a film crew around you is also like... That's just another level of like you have to be comfortable with things. Right, right, you know? right. And there's something. It's funny because that's I like villainized, but there is something. There is something empowering about that, you know, like uh-huh. being a, a comfortable enough with yourself and your body and your, you know, how how your other people's opinions of you and shit to not give a fuck and just do what you feel is right to do, you know. Yeah. On that tidbit, this was one of the most popular questions submitted to us. Oh, sure. Have you ever piped with the suit on? It's, why does everyone ask me that? <laughs> I feel like it's, a, it's like a go-to question. You just immediately think about it. Um, I've been holding back for that. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be the first question I asked. I was really restraining myself. Um, <laughs> I don't think I have, no. Never? Never. No. Some, I, 
someone asked me to put it on once, and I I said I I didn't want to do. Do that. you have like a do you have like Keeps a flap? business and pleasure? Separate. There's no flap. There's no flaps. If There's you have no to go flap. to the bathroom, do you have to take the whole thing off? Uh, I I'll like flip it down. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so the head is removable? It sounds like yeah, the head's removable. Uh, I'll show I'll show you guys later. Hey, okay. when he sheds. Is there a is there a Mrs. Gecko? Or like a Pilates lizard or something. What is a, a Pilates lizard? <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> Pilates lizard. The feminine reflection of you. Um, what was the other one we came up with? Yoga counselor. You guys were yeah, brainstorming yeah, no, a, a on counselor this? chameleon. Counselor, counselor chameleon. chameleon. People have asked me. They've been like, "Can I do a new?" They're like, "Can I do a version of this, like the counselor chameleon or the?" That's I'm way too to close. Like That's that. like a direct ripoff. I Go feel. ahead. I don't care. Yeah. Go. Next week, we're if like, you can do this better, do it. <laughs> I want to lizard it. costumes, different yeah. lizards. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so um, there's there's no lady in your no, life. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't have a, I don't okay. have a girlfriend. Amazing. Do you no. have a type? Do you have a, do you have a type? No, I don't think so. Would you want someone that's also like could do content with you, or you're like, nah, I want someone complete opposite? It's uh, it's interesting, right? That. Dilemma of like, do you want to date somebody who like does a similar thing to you or not? Because yeah, like actors dating actors. Yeah, because it's like if you date someone that does the same thing as you, it's like that thing is per is persists throughout your whole life. But also, you, you that person can relate to you a lot yeah. more. But also, if you date someone who does something completely opposite with you, it's like here's a I've carved out a whole other part of my life that has just nothing to do with my career and that can be a good thing for people. All right, in the, in, the, in the same vein, would you want a girlfriend that has clout or one that doesn't? So that's like the same, it's the same kind of, um, you know, pro and con with it where it's like, you know, again, somebody who, um, you know, is like an internet person, understands what it's like being an internet person so mm-hmm. they can relate, but also... Um, you know, I don't. I, I don't think clout, clout, clout's not important. I feel that to me. You know? I, I thought about this topic recently about like celebrities only dating celebrities, and it came to me because of that Korean fetish thing that we just spoke about. And it felt like when I thought back to girls that I've certain like non Asian girls I've been with, like I'm like you, 100% had a weird Korean fetish, and I was just fulfilling that. Huh. And then thinking back on it, I used to think it was lit because I was like, oh, like whatever, right? I'm getting some, but then it was like, ew, weird. It was like. They just only looked at me like uh, like Korean was the only thing they ever saw about me. Really, and then it felt like so. Then it felt like how can I ever be sure if a girl that's like super into weirdly into Korean things if they're into me or if they're just into the fact that I'm Korean? And then I thought about celebrities that related where I was like, that's why celebrities like dating celebrities because it's like if you date a fan, are you are you do you like me or do you like me because I'm Brad Pitt or Drake? Right. You know what I mean? And it's like I can never be sure, but if you're Ariana Grande, then me being Drake doesn't matter as much because you're at my level. You're not using me for anything. Yeah, you know, maybe you are. It's like symbiotic, but like that thought popped into my head, and then it also like you know I've definitely like in the past like hooked up with a fan, and it's like, do you like me or are you just obsessed with the fact that you know who I am? Well, the thing that's interesting is you have like a podcast, Uh and I assume. You're, and you are, you know, signaling things about yourself on your podcast that are authentic to who you are as a human being. Mm. And so I, it's not a horrible thing that a person hears you on your podcast, expresses mm. on which you're expressing yourself authentically, and they like who you are authentically expressing. Agreed. Good point. Yeah. Thank you, Therapy you know? Gecko. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, man. This guy gets paid the big bucks for a reason. This is incredible. We're getting this for free. And it was funny, there, you mentioned it earlier, but for the audience, when he came in, 
and he was talking to uh, Eddie and Jeremy yeah. outside, uh, like before even the gecko thing was 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 on. He was giving them therapy, and I, I walked into that, and I was like, "Damn, yeah, this is just him." Like, just, just dropped the bar. Yeah. Eddie wanted to argue as usual. What? <laughs> 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 um, so, yes, you've been traveling the world lately, sort of, yeah, and also like on, on a tour. I'm go. I'm going. On, I went on a tour in the fall, and I'm going on a big tour this year i'm doing like i think i'm doing like 50 cities like we've been like we've we've like i've we've been planning it um we've been planning it in such a way that's as if i almost don't have to do it do you know what i'm saying what do you mean like you ever plan something so much you plan so much you plan something so much and then they're like ah it's done oh wait i I have to actually (laughs) go to all of these cities and do all of this You know, so so what is a live show? If we come to the live show, what can we expect? Uh, I do a, like a ten minute opening PowerPoint. That's like, <laughs> why is that funny? I don't know, man. You're lying to us. A PowerPoint. A PowerPoint. I do a ten minute. I do. I give an opening spiel. Okay. And then the real part of the thing is for base. I okay. People walk into the venue. And there's a phone number on the screen, and it says, if you would like to come on stage and talk to a gecko, text your name and what you want to talk about to this phone number. And people text stuff, and then I'm backstage, and I'm reading, like, you know, Sammy wants to talk about his girlfriend, Jessica wants to change, whatever it is, and I pick the most interesting stuff to me, and I uh, write it down on a piece of paper. I go out, I give my spiel, and then I call people up who texted in. They come on stage, and we talk. That's hilarious. So it's like your show, but in per- like the people can come on stage with you and be sitting there in person. That's dope. Yeah, that's very you cool. Do, did you do LA already? or I did, um, I did LA back in May. I'm going to do, we're going to go to the Masonic Lodge in LA. Wait, how many people is that? Like 200 something. Whoa. It's so, it's. At first, it was scary because um, I don't like I have I have my little opening bit, bit and then outside of that I have no material I don't have anything planned, <laughs> and it's a double edged sword because um, having nothing planned means that you risk you know running out of things to say running out of things to say or disappointing you know. Uh, but also having nothing planned means that f- fucking you know you open up for crazy things to happen. Yeah, yeah. you know it's like a big improv show. Yeah, it's 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 sort of improv. Yeah, it's not. Um, I mean the things that I pick usually when people text in, I go like, okay, here's one that seems like it could be kind of funny. Here's one that is a little bit more intense, mm-hmm. but let's do an intense one. Mm-hmm. And ideally, the shows will uh, the best version of the show is one where. Uh, people are laughing and having a good time, but then also completely quiet and just like listening to something and mm. then back to laughing. And, you know, ideally that's kind of what we curate. And I thought that, um, you know, that on my podcast, everyone's anonymous. Mm. And then this, this is the opposite of anonymous. <laughs> you're, on stage. you're on stage talking to 200, how, 300, however many people. But uh, I was so surprised because people have come up and they've shared like crazy things. They've shared like real things. What's wow. the what's one of the ones that come to mind? I'll tell so um this here's a cool thing that happened in uh, Philly is um this guy came on stage and told a story about how uh he came out as gay 
to his girlfriend of six years, oh, and he, he was like, he was really building up the emotions of it. He was like, he was like, yeah, me and her, we were talking about like buying a house and getting oh. married and having kids, and he's sitting there like, you know, he like he knows he's gay and he hasn't told her, and then he says that he like did acid and that made him realize he had to tell her, and then he did and it was hard but then they became friends afterwards and now he like goes to these orgies in the woods and it's amazing and uh it was great and okay. then so he that i do meet and greets after the show where like i'll just meet everyone uh-huh. and uh the guy who came on stage he came up to me and he told me that somebody else in the crowd came up to him afterwards mm-hmm. like tearing up and was like dude Thank you for coming up and talking about that. That same thing happened to me. Damn. And they hugged. And when he told me that, I was like, man, that's sick. Because like, uh-huh. I'm just way I'm, more common than I thought it would be. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I like stuff like that because it's like I came here and like I'm trying to facilitate this. And then this moment happened that I can't like I couldn't write that or yeah, plan that. Dude. But it was such a cool moment. Mm. And so the not having anything planned uh, you know, yeah, it, sometimes nothing can happen, but then some, sometimes some magic happens. Magic happens yeah. you know? where, could, where could somebody go buy tickets? Um, they will be on sale. Ah, oh, crap. Uh, fucking, <laughs> what's that? What, 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 what is a week from today? They're on sale Next a week. Friday. Oh, uh, February 2nd? 3rd? 3rd or 4th. February 3rd. February 3rd. just put the info. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, if we could put the info. Yeah, yeah. Text we'll us the info. Third? Okay, yeah, I will. Because they, they go on sale then. I think they'll be, they should be available at www.therapygecko.com. Something Great. like that, or at the link in my Instagram. Bio I, or I'm just imagining it's like somebody's like, yeah, I just admitted that I was gay. Into mm. a gecko on stage for <laughs> 300 people. And they're like, huh? and that's the first time. That's the first time they came out. Yeah, ever. Like, and it, was it was to great. a gecko on like, stage. Yeah, um, like a- I, I, you know, I've been obsessed with lately. Is in my head. I'm like, because also opening up the ability for anything to happen. I'm like, man, some like really kind of fucked up things could happen too. Mm. And uh, I've been in my head like I've been kind of obsessed with. I'm like, what is the worst case scenario? And then how would I handle it? I had um, I was in New Mexico and I did a show at a college, and um, this girl came up who had Tourette's, and um, I thought she, it would be interesting to talk to her, and um, she got on stage and uh, just immediately started saying, "I have a bomb, I have a bomb," and it was like a little tense for a second, but I was like, "It's gonna be," but I'm, and it got tense, but my heart rate didn't. I was like this. We're gonna be fine, uh-huh. and we talk. I talked to her, so like it opened up, kind of. Holy rough. shit! Yeah, that's well, it, but but then I talked to her, and we got to know a little bit about what her life was like and whatever was going on with her. And by the time she got off stage, and the next person was on, and people were laughing, it was like, just you know, it didn't it, something weird or hard or challenging happening does not tank a show completely. People mm-hmm. will. Forget about it. Yeah. Uh, on the, on that tip, through all your travels, what's been like? I saw the the cocaine FBI, the guy escaping the FBI story. Oh yes. I was that like, was that's crazy. Yeah. So explain that, and then just for our audience, and then also tell us about what another extremely memorable encounter has been on your travels outside of the U.S. or sure. in the U.S. Um. Oh, so the guy with the cocaine guy. Uh, I went to. I had an existential crisis. And I was like, what? what am I doing with my life right now? 
<laughs> you ever look at you ever I look at a map and you're just like I haven't left this radius in a long time. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, I like yes. I like traveling alone. I'll like uh, go. Uh, so I, I had this. I was freaking out and I was like, I should go to Guatemala. And so I put a, my gecko costumes in a bag. And oh, you have multiple. I've, I have. I brought two. <laughs> um, and I uh, went to Guatemala uh, for like a few days. And uh, I went to this place called Lake Atitlan, I think it's called. And um, there's a big like expat community there. Okay. And I, w- I, w- just, I did this thing where like I just put on my gecko costume and like walked around with a selfie stick and talked to whoever came up and wanted to talk to me. Um, and uh, I met, th- there's a big expat community there. And the uh, reason that a lot of people will go there or become expats is, you know, it's not, I don't know if it's the main reason, but a lot of people are like escaping from shit. Mm. And uh, I met this guy who was uh, talking to me about being like a former cocaine dealer and pimp and stuff. Oh my God. Was, I was just sitting there in my fucking Amazon gecko costume <laughs> listening to this. When you're walking around in a gecko costume, are people more willing to approach you or they're like, who the f- like who or you get yeah because I'm not a I'm not a guy I'm like a ah, fucking, you're a guy in a gecko I'm like a I don't even they're a gecko yeah yeah um yeah people are more willing to approach me that's one of the great um things about it is that it allows me to get you know good interviews and stuff because people you're a friendly amphibian you're not yeah gonna, I'm a friendly um a reptile actually yeah well, amphibian a, a gecko is not a salamander sorry I, I thought salamander. You that's not a no, salamander. No, I know, but I'm saying I was thinking salamander oh. gecko were in the same family, not lizard and gecko. Yeah, yeah. What were we talking about? Um, uh, crazy story. A lot of people do think I'm a frog, and those are <laughs> And I get it because I, I do a look. Yeah. I, I look very frog. Um, um, craziest, craziest other stories in your travels that stick out to you? Uh, I was in Japan, and um, these two older. Japanese businessmen came up to me and they just started like laughing and clapping and uh, they said something they were just like they this was just me just walking down the street and they um, were they said something to me in Japanese and I was with a person I when I go to when I went to Japan I like made Instagram stories and I was like does anyone live here that could help me translate and mm-hmm. I would like meet up with people and they would walk around with me when I did the interviews so they said something to me in Japan and in Japanese and then the translator is like and this is 20 seconds after I met them the translator is like these guys want to take you out to dinner <laughs> and I was like are they being <laughs> I was like are they being serious and she was like yes um, so I fucking just, I just went to dinner with <laughs> these random guys, and they were cool, man. They t- they they were like retired police officers, and they told me about like their. I was like, "What you do? You, what's your opinion of America?" And like, what's they asked, tell me what's your life like and your family?" And they would talk to me, and it was cool. I got one of them to put on the gecko head. What, what was their opinion of America? Oh, I don't remember. Did they tell you anything like super memorable that that stuck out? Ah. <sighs> I uh, I'm I haven't put out the video yet, uh-huh. but I'm gonna go back and rewatch all the footage. So if if you want to find out, I'll be posting that video that at some Great. point. Did you ask anything about Yakuza or? It gets so quiet when he's taking the shot. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Did I ask anything about you? I should have. Damn. I don't think I did. Well, I think he, you know what? Okay, wait, actually, you know what he did tell me? He was. He told me, because there's just like, in Japan, there's like, the crime rate is so much lower yeah. Yeah, than it low. is here. So he was, he was saying that like, he doesn't he didn't really have, he kind of didn't have, have to have, he didn't even have to do anything that much. Yeah. Did you ever watch Tokyo Vice on HBO? No, what is that? Uh, it's a show, it's an HBO show. I'm going to try not to ruin the show. I've only watched a couple episodes, but I know the ending cuz somebody's ruined it for me. But it's a it's an HBO show based on a true story. White guy from America goes to work for the biggest paper in Tokyo. While he's working there, he begins to investigate the yakuza. Because he's a, just a random white guy, he doesn't realize the culture around the Yakuza and how they're kind of like controlled opposition over there. And it was like, he starts to uncover things and the, it's just crazy like what the Yakuza does to kind of keep control, keep the crime rate low. And like, yeah. Wait, so the Yakuza keeps the crime rate low? Not that they keep the crime rate low, but a place with organized crime, it's like, it's um, controlled violence versus uncontrolled violence. So yeah. America is a version of uncontrolled violence where right. you're walking down the street in LA and you could get, get just get stabbed by a homeless guy for your watch or some shit. But it's places with mafia. Right. The mafia does all the crime. So if you're doing crime on their turf without their permission, right. you are now made an enemy of the mafia yeah. and the police. So you're an idiot. And it's kind of like the streets are a little safer that way. But I guess if you're going to yeah. have crime, it's... You want someone in it's charge. Be- it's better that it is organized. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So then you know, like, okay, as long as I don't piss off the Yakuza, I won't have to deal with getting stabbed in the street. But yeah. if I do piss off the Yakuza, I'm probably going to end up in a situation I have to light myself on fire in the middle of Shibuya. Just like, so it's like... Did you, so you, you grew up in Korea, you said, right? Uh, I was born there. I didn't grow up there. Okay. I left when I was four, and I went back like every year until I was like 10. Where where in Korea have you, you Seoul? Seoul? Yeah. I really want to go to Seoul. You never been? Cool. What is there what's the Korean version of what's their mafia? Uh they have like mafia too, but like there's gangsters. Yeah, not it's, like a it's not like the one organized yeah. like crime group. Okay. Yeah. 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 I want to do a I like a gecko thing in Seoul. That would that would be yeah. cool. I would love yeah. to see that. Korea I've noticed like has the most obviously corrupt like politicians. I feel like. Oh really? Yeah, I feel like they're the the crime there kind of is just like the things that like the heads of these like media agencies and the politicians are doing. There's like hella scandals. There's a lot of Korean corruption, like, conspiracy mm. lore. Mm. Yeah, mm. it's very interesting. You actually. think you think you're on a hit list? Me? Yeah. For what? Because you'd be talking, talking about them. For talking about the Koreans? Hell uh, no, that'd be what, crazy. What'd you, what'd you, how, what was the, what the, was the Cheboy. Cheboys, yeah. yeah. Well, no, no, because that is? was a Vice documentary. That's like, oh. everyone knows about that, oh, yeah. Oh. That'd be crazy is, if I just figured this out myself and I was like exposed. What, 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 what is the term again? Oh, uh, Cheboy. We were saying it wrong the first time. Che, were, che, cheboy? Che. Che. Boy. Cheboy? Cheboy. That's the, that's the Yakuza of No, no, Korea? so the che, it's a word for the Korean extra, extra elite. Like, these are like the... Um, in Korea, like the... Think the of the Illuminati. It's just the really, really, really wealthy families. No, they're different from the Illuminati. It's like the Bezos family. Imagine in America, it'd be like the people that own Amazon, Microsoft, Apple. But instead of... It's more like the Rockefellers. Yeah, it's more like those because it's like the people that own the biggest, most money in Korea, like the biggest companies, but they keep it in the family. So the CEO is like the daughter of the previous CEO or the son of the previous CEO. And it's just constantly like heiress family style. And they're like, they're like comic book villain type evil. Like they'll do comic book villain type things. Like uh, one of the most famous stories was like this peanut incident. The the stand-in CEO or one of the family of the CEO of Korean Airlines was on a flight. And mid-flight, she made the flight like turn around and land or something because they, she was served peanuts the wrong way. And then that that made like international news because that's like illegal to do. And she was arrested, but so nothing happened to her. Peanuts the wrong. Nothing. Way. It was like supposed to be on a plate, and they gave it to her in a bag. And then she like freaked oh. out. Oh, 
Dude, can, no! I, can, I, can I try the can I try the Yutsu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll try that next. You know what? Yeah, actually. This is this that. is. Oh, thanks, man. Um, yo, let's get to the this. Yes. So, so you you um wait. I want to ask these oh, questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's ask those. Oh wait, sorry. can you resume it? But um, so you, I've noticed from your content, you encounter a lot of you know people with drug addiction problems. I get yeah I guess I, guess I do. What's <laughs> wait what what content did you see that? It's just like clips, really. I can, mean, one tell the, me the most that, recent yeah. one was he wasn't a drug addict, but the the dealer that in Guatemala was the most recent one. Sure, this is a drug thing. But um, do you have like what's the biggest like drug addict comeback story you've ever heard? Biggest drug addict comeback story? If you can think of one. Um. Mm, Wally thinks. Um. Keep thinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear comeback now, I always think of Parks and Recreations. Why? When, when Andy makes that comeback joke. Oh, the come on her back. Oh. Yeah. What are you talking about? Kim Kardashian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, well, yeah. She Everyone loves that comeback yeah. story. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to think of that. Wait, but uh, that was a blooper, right? It was a blooper. Yeah. 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 You know who, I, who? what archetype of female I'm in love with? Who? What's her name? You don't the, have to think. April? If you don't have a April. story, April. We'll keep yeah. going. Okay, keep going. Because I, yeah, I, you know what's funny is, I, it's like I, ha- I know I, I know I have had a call uh-huh. like that. Because my favorite calls are stuff like that where there's like an arc, a comeback. Like, I was once like this. <laughs> I once felt word. like this, and uh, now I feel or, or am now I do different. this. Yeah, and I'm sure I've had something like that with, that involved um, drugs, but I don't. Have you done drugs? Yeah, I've done drugs. Yeah, I've done what? 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 What kind of drugs? What kind of I've done cocaine. I've done MDMA. I've corny. I'm sorry. Smoked marijuana a lot. Done weed. Uh, The devil's lettuce? Are you joking? Only did mushrooms. People think I am like a psychedelics guy because I'm a gecko. Yeah, (laughs) I I, I assume it's not the gecko thing. It's the it's the everything. I feel like I um I want to get more into it, but uh, these are your guys. Fucking somebody. We, we love psychedelics over here. Sorry. Twist the, oh, wait. Twist the sides. Yeah, let me. Oh, you know, this is caught. Ah, oh, here we. Fu- ah, man. Okay, here we go. Um, somebody at a party offered me a DMT pen. Oh, bugging. And I was like, I don't know enough people at this party to rip this yeah, DMT pen. <laughs> they are about to brainwash you. They're about to sit you down, yeah. your eyes open in front of a screen while you're on DMT. <laughs> Reprogram um, your brain. You're gonna come out. Uh, guinea pig or something. There be guinea yeah. pig. So I I know it's only I know it's only fifteen minutes, and so you go, oh, it's only fifteen minutes. But I think that's that's how they fucking get you. Yeah, it's supposed to feel like hours. Yeah. It's supposed to. It's supposed to. Apparently, you're out for fifteen minutes if you break through. So with DMT, they call it a tunnel. If you break through the tunnel, then you enter this new dimension, and you're bugging out for hours. Out what it feels like hours, but it's fifteen minutes. But so a lot of people smoke it, and they get stuck in the tunnel. They don't break through. I have a thing where I'm like, I don't. I don't know if doing draw uh, like people say that they do mushrooms and it improves their life and stuff, but I feel like the only way I could really improve my life is like it's got to be something grounded, right? Like there, you can't just cheat code your way to being a, a you know person. a better person, can you? Here's what here's the I'm not saying that as as my opinion. I'm just saying these are a, just a, something I'm thinking about. I think psychedelics are more like tools. Okay. Yeah, it's better. It better described as tools. We're big advocates of uh, psychedelic therapy. I would say we loopy plants and did, plant medicines. Yeah, we recently okay. just did ayahuasca. The two of us. You did. Yeah. How was we, that? It was. We'll explain to you in a second. But the we'll way send I send you the episode link. Yeah. Go dives in for like. You two made hours. content out of it. Oh, well, we talked. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, did not you say it like that? <laughs> <laughs> Delete the video. 
<laughs> we just shared our. He just shared his. I just experience. shared what I went through because when I would share with my friends, it felt like just them hearing my experience made them change things in their life. Mm. So then I was like, so then I was like, okay, I'm willing to get vulnerable and say these very personal things online because I feel like maybe somebody else hears it and they're like, fuck. I resonate with that. I've been acting like this and I should change this part. Of course. Yeah. But the way I explained, um, like what, why the reason psychedelics people feel like it helps them. If you take enough, you look at your life minus your human ego. So it's like, that's why it's painful sometimes. And you know, and it's like, you get such realizations you kind of don't have sober. What do you mean? Like the human, how, what are examples of the human ego? So I feel like your human ego is basically the identity you've collected from living in society. So like all the societal inputs that come to you and that build up who you are, that's your ego. I'll give you a hard example. So for me, uh, what I realized was because my parents never had my back in certain situations, I had built this idea that I have to do everything on my own. And from that, I'm very persistent. I hate authority. I hate yeah. people telling me no. Yeah. And, you know, so I built this idea of who I was and it got me to a certain place in life. But who that idea of who I thought I was was actually hurting my relationships at the stage of where I was currently. And I was like blocked from moving forward in other parts of my life. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, then, I, I appreciate the, um, just with drugs in general, I appreciate the idea of uh, putting your brain in a space where you can... Okay, here's my... I appreciate the idea of putting your brain in a space to the point where you can have these grand epiphanies. Mm. Because I, I, when I smoke pot, I, I, it feels like I'm on like a little stepladder and I'm looking at my <laughs> life. And so it feels like... A little one. <laughs> just like a little stepladder. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, like, I'm, it's like yeah, I'm like looking objectively uh, at the stuff without the emotion attached yeah. and in this mind space of like, okay... I'm chill right now and I'm not feeling the anger or the sadness or the whatever. I'm just like looking at things more logically. But here's the kicker and kind of why I was thinking with the idea of like, oh, can I just cheat code to being a better person? Is because you can have drugs can like lead you to the epiphany. But unless if you and your sober mind take the pain, whatever action it is to act upon these epiphanies they're yes. fucking useless yes, exactly yes you know 100 percent. and i i um no but um so i i said it i explained or rather i had this thought of um so with the ayahuasca i've actually made crazy changes in my life very recently very drastic 180 degree changes but i had these realizations or i had versions of them on previous psychedelics and I've done like heroic dosages of mushrooms where I had ego death. Uh, or pounds. Like Literally just made no, like not a pizza. It, it's, it's, it's five grams. But, okay. um, That's but, all. That's heroic. Yeah, it's, yes. it's, it's heroic. That's and what Spider-Man I'm, does. <laughs> <laughs> but, but basically the way I described it was with doing it alone in my room and just like taking copious amounts of drugs and crying for six hours and having these realizations is the equivalent of like going onto WebMD and being like, ah, yeah. yes, I have these symptoms over here i know these things now and then i go back to regular life and maybe i implement some of them but it wasn't like i didn't really change anything right but with ayahuasca what happened was it felt like if that was webmd what this was i went to a professional doctor he ran like 15 different tests on me he explained why he did every single test and then he handed me a diagnosis and a prescription and that's why I felt like I was able to make such significant changes after ayahuasca versus like a heroic dosage of psilocybin in my room mm-hmm. so um yeah 
I, I feel you exactly on what you're saying where it's like you can have realizations, but it's still up to you and your human yeah. ego filled state to make those changes, which is very difficult. And that's why I feel like I, I don't I'm not going to say because it would be ignorant of me to say mm-hmm. that I know what's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. I got a hunch. Mm-hmm. What is it? Um, I eat well I just from a first just from the most basic standpoint I have a bad I don't have a good routine Mm -hmm. like I eat very badly and I don't exercise as much as I could Mm. Um, and so just on a physical level but like I'm not you know I can only fix that by like doing it I can't fix it by going on I you know having Mm an insane realization that I should do it because I've had that realization many times so Yes, but sometimes what you realize of like why you're that way, you're like, oh, it's because I eat or I don't exercise. But in reality, it always uncovers something where you're like your childhood, right? Yes, yes, always. always. And you're just like, and you're just like, what? That affects my why I'm not disciplined or whatever, huh? And then it's like, okay, but after like it uncovers something, then it goes. Here's the baby step that you take to get over this. I'll give you an example from me. So, um. I was a, I was a sex addict basically, and then um, when I did ayahuasca, it basically like, and I've known that already from all, from doing psychedelic therapy. Obviously, just seeing in my life like it's very obvious, right? And then, but I wouldn't make the changes even though I know it's something I want to fix. Are, were you a, a a sex sex addict or a jacking off sex? No, addict? No, no, like no, a genuine sex sex, 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 okay. sex addict. That's yeah. the cooler sex addict. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, at least I was no. that version. So. <laughs> this is definitely the cooler version. <laughs> like, I, I thank God every day that I was at least that version. I'm, I'm, the, the, I'm the second sex version. <laughs> how, how many times do you, do you day do you jack off? Normally, like twice. A good day, four. I what? That's what? Hold on. Hold on. What do you mean? <laughs> He's like, am I an addict too? <laughs> no. <I'm, laughs> twice a day. I was running when I was at the porn convention. I was running the spy people. I was like, what's well, an average? And they were like, and I was like, it's twice a day okay? And they were like, yeah, but probably there's some bias uh, there. Maybe. Yeah, I, I think the, twice a day. those are the addicts that go to these conventions. Honestly, sometimes nowadays, it's, it might be honestly like three times a day. I thought you were trying to kick that habit. Not. Not working or are you not trying? I get bored. Yeah. Actually, Two day, two nights ago, uh, I I was like half asleep, and then my dick got hard, and I was like, "Damn, I'm horny." I was like, "Am I horny or am I bored?" <laughs> Bro, that, that's the thing is, most of the time you're bored. It's not really horniness, right? Yeah. Right, right. And that's, I probably feel food, and probably you know, with the sex addict, it was it was bored. a similar thing. If you left me alone for too long, it's like I'm going through my phone, like who will come over right now? And yeah. it's, and then, but to explain that, okay, so yes, yeah, it's like I knew that problem, right? So if you have a problem with like not exercising or eating, you can recognize the problem. It's very easy to see, but the way that ayahuasca showed it to me. Was it was like, there's many ways to show it to me, but the way that really I think helped was, I, I had vivid visions of my my childhood, and it was like almost like somebody took the YouTube timestamps of my life and clicked the exact moments. So it it showed me when I was 10 years old and I saw 50 Cent's music video for Candy Shop for the first time, mm-hmm. and that was the first time I saw ass and titties, yeah. and then that literally made me go home that Bolton day. on Max. Made me go home that day and find porn. And that's like when at 10 years old, my sexuality awakened. Then yeah. then it showed me a vision of me losing my virginity at 16, yeah. where it was like a competition and not like right. something I wanted to share with somebody. And right. then it changed the value of sex for me. Yeah. And then college, where it was like every, the whole point of going out is to just try to see who can get laid, who can get the hottest girl, like right. all these things. And then so it was just showing me every part of my life, my past, like as if it was like a video playing in my mind. And that made me realize, oh, I'm broken from these ways. And then it showed me like how it was affecting my current life, how it was ruining things. Cause it made me feel like I'm having a lot of sex. So what sometimes, right? Right. But then it was like these things that I want, like my, I want love. I want a wife. I want kids one day. And I'm like, why can't I emotionally connect with girls that I like? And it was showing me like, cause of this reason, 
you replace your need for love with lust and validation over and over and over again, and it kind of drives you deeper into this pit of despair. And this is this was linked to a thing that has been persistent throughout your life and started when you were a child. Right? Yeah, basically, yeah, and it like built up over like there's every action kind of splits you, right? So then it's like yeah. I was seeing the splits, and it was like, yeah, you know what my you know what my problems is what I had a pretty good childhood. Uh. <laughs> Everyone's always well. No, well, everyone. I know, I know. Uh-huh. Everyone's always like, you know, I did ayahuasca and it revealed. And I'm like, but maybe I didn't. I don't know. That's the thing is that it's not that you have to uncover some yeah. deep trauma. It's like Fifty Cent's music video. You know, I mean, it's not yeah. like I was raped. Okay. It was it was Fifty Cent's music video. Sure. Yeah. And it was like, but these little, and I don't know how to explain what that does to you in the moment. You have you every part of your brain is firing nonstop. Like every three okay. minutes, your brain switches, and it's just like. He explains it like it's a year of therapy in one weekend. Okay. That story just reminded me of how I got introduced to sex. How did you get introduced to sex? Oh, am I My, fucking up right now? No. Oh! oh you're chilling. Um, Thanks, man. I think I was eight. My babysitter's daughter made me eat her pussy. What? That was my first ever sexual experience. What? How old was yeah. the daughter? 12, maybe? I don't know. Not that much older than me. Wait, your babysitter? My babysitter's daughter. So not the babysitter. And your babysitter... The babysitter was like an old woman. Made you do that? Yeah. No, not the babysitter made him do that. The the babysitter's daughter daughter, who was 12 years old when he was eight. Oh, oh, okay. I thought it was like the babysitter like orchestrated. (laughs) And I'd be like, where is she right now? Yeah, she should be in jail. But not... Holy shit, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. I can't believe I just learned that from you right now. Yeah, I just remembered... You, like, Damn. you just remember this? Something you said triggered it. Have you ever talked about this like in real therapy or anything? No. Do you feel like it's a thing that like actively like affects your life to this day? Well, we'll see. It's hard to connect the dots when like like, like it's yeah. really hard to understand and t- for some reason the way the plant medicine works, it's like you'll go in and you'll be like I want to be more understanding. I feel like we're salesmen right now of, of <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm like sign I, up on our link. <laughs> Use discount code PMJ. Yeah. I want to. Lately, I've been really like I want to do so like not like I'm not trying to like go into the forest and do ayahuasca oh, right now. But is it do you you okay? Thing? Okay, that's how I started jacking off. <laughs> Whoa! I thought, before, I, before I even could come. Yeah. Or like is there ayahuasca in this stuff? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Wait, wait, because because she told you to or right after you just awakened? Like, no, all I knew was my dick felt good if I played with it enough. Mm. And then little droplets would come out and it felt good. And my babysitter would catch me beating my dick. And she would, be, she would hit my hands. Damn. You would do it with the door unlocked? <laughs> well, I mean, I was at the babysitter's house. Oh, you were so in another person's It was during like nap time too. and I would like play with my dick and she would like sometimes see. And then she would either make me take a cold shower or like beat my hands. Damn. I was like, I don't know why you're beating my hands. Is, is, um, you said you masturbate twice a day. Yeah. Is that like from in your own view of that habit? What, how do you view it? Like, do you view it as a bad thing in your life or is it just kind of what it uh, is? I don't think it's bad. Maybe I could do it less. I think okay. the act of like watching porn that much is bad. Sure. Not the physical act of like beating my dick. Mm-hmm. But uh, honestly, like I, it, I think the only reason I am not a sex, like an actual sex addict is I don't have, 
I just don't like being around people enough to like mm. talk to them every day and like put in the work to like <laughs> come over. Like, how did you? How, okay, so you guys met on Grinder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He missed the real story. Yeah. We told him the real story. That's all that's stuck. I, t- I only have room for one thing in the yeah. brain. Erase that story. Yeah. That yeah. was a fake story. And how did you get in here? So they had built this podcast and uh, they interviewed me. And yeah. And just, I, it was when I first moved to LA. Um, and then me and him started hanging out more and just became friends. And they had wanted to start like a podcast podcast. And we just clicked enough and they saw enough potential in me. To bring well, me well so the story actually is you're out clubbing. All right, we were, we were not a club. We were at a bar, yeah. hanging out as friends. We have mutual friends. Ran into him. Oh, yeah. And I, I've seen him on TikTok, so I know he has an interesting story. But talking to him, I was like, oh, I like this guy. I would like to have him on the podcast. So I was like, yo, you should do this podcast. He said, yes. Shot his interview. The clip started going crazy. Like, one, his story was a lot more intense than we realized. And it was a really good interview. But then his clips went stupid on, on TikTok. And we were like, and we had fun talking to him. And then I started hanging out with him more. So then I was like, he like he brought it up and he was like we were looking for more hosts and it was like he could be a good option and yeah you know what i was thinking about just now i was like you know on this i feel like you know what i was well, you know what i was going to say is um i feel like we've talked about a lot of different subjects on this podcast thus far and we've you know gotten deep and you know I still feel like you guys are going to clip the big fake tits thing. That I <laughs> I'm like, that's the thing that they're going to clip. Hey, the we, whole thing. We, we, we clip a few things always, but that's for sure getting clipped. Yeah. 100%. Sure, yeah. All right. I mean, fine, it's what, it's what happened. Yeah. When I, it's, I went on those websites and I looked at, I don't, it's also what goes crazy. You could have the lo- you could have the craziest, deepest conversation, and then like one part of the, the podcast is like, "Do you? What's your favorite cereal?" And then that's the clip that goes viral. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite cereal? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Rice Krispies. What about you? Cereal called. I don't know if they make it anymore. <laughs> I swear to God, if he says boo booberry, booberry, or if he says kicks, what is it? Break it to us. It's called. Sprinkled donut, Captain Crunch. Whoa! I remember that. that one. Fuck! I've never had that. I remember that. Captain Crunch is a second for Captain me. Cr- so <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, it, ru- it ruined my life in college. Really? Yeah. Uh, the wait, thing wait, that wait, what a cereal ruined your life in college? Not nah, that I don't have more of that, oh. but <laughs> it, just um, eating it all the time. It sounds like yeah. I was eating. It was cinnamon. It was um uh fucking sprinkled donut, Captain Crunch, oh, and so ramen. What kind of ramen? Uh, like the, the shit, like the the Maruchan, yeah, Maruchan, yeah, the Maruchan yeah. stuff. White people ramen, yeah, White yeah, people yeah. Ramen, yeah. White people ramen, yeah. But TikTok has now made Asian ramen. Like now, everyone eats like uh, Shin ramen. Yeah, no. Yeah. Or the, what's the other one? Puldak. Puldak. Oh, yeah. Puldak is, is Puldak is a spicy fire chicken noodle. But they have a chicken. Oh, it's yeah, the dry one. Those. You don't like, like those? No. Well, you like the soupy stuff. Yeah, I like the soupy stuff. Yeah. Well, even that. Have you ever had Shin ramen? It doesn't have flavor. What it's is just spicy. Shin ramen? Shin yeah, ramen is the most popular uh, Korean brand of ramen, so it's spicy. I gotta use the restroom real quick. Okay. But yeah, it's spicy ramen, Korean ramen. I think it's the best instant ramen. It's also one of the most popular Asian ramen. You've never had it? No. Like red packaging. We got we got make it for you one day. Okay, cool. Yeah. Is it wait? So it's um. Is it like is it like you go to a restaurant and you get it or like it's a brand no, of like it's, shitty? It's like a ba- it's a brand of instant ramen, yeah. but uh, restaurants do all the time just use that in their ra- and people don't realize Whoa. unless you're like Asian and you've had shin ramen from the packet before and you taste it like this is shin ramen, but people they'll serve it and if you're not familiar you're just like this shit is gas and I'm you have not no gonna idea. Lie, I like shin ramen more than like store ramen. That was a hot take I had too, but um, yeah, I agree with him. 
It's so good. We'll make it for you sometime. 100%. Have you ever had mama ramen? Is that all like an instant flavor? Is yeah. that instant? Uh-huh. No, never. I know. I haven't been able to find it out in LA. There's also a uh, Indomie, which is like in- good. Indonesian, I think, right? Yeah, yeah it's super it's like popular. I've never had it personally, but I keep hearing. What about kinds it. of people listen to this podcast? All kinds. Um, definitely Asian people. Uh, I would say the demographic from our Instagram numbers, at least, is 18 to 34 is like 80 percent. Okay, yeah. uh, that's always been a funny demographic to me. Yeah. 18 to th- oh, wait, 18 to 24. Are they 18 no, to 34? No, no, both because it's 18 to 24 and then 25 to 34, but they're mm-hmm. neck and neck. It's like 40 percent each, and that's 80 percent of our entire mm-hmm. audience. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny to hear people say like the 18 to 34 demographic because it's like that's too broad it's, of a range. It's a lot, yeah. To be a demographic. I will say though, podcasts similar to ours, like our friends, theirs is a little bit younger. Like theirs is heavily leans 1824 and yeah. then even has like some of the younger ones there. But Who's we talk about a lot friends? of things like uh, Suburb Talks. Do you know Suburb Talks? No. They're a really big podcast. They're very successful, okay. but um, mainly like dating, uh, just, you know, suburban life. They're funny though. That's yeah. why people like them. Okay. They're all, they're also all good looking people. So yeah, <laughs> that guys, helps as well. <laughs> you, guys, you guys aren't bad. Thank you. Yeah. You're the best looking gecko I've ever met. So wait, wait. rate us each out of 10. Wait, you guys each out of 10? I can't do that. You're all 11s. Oh, this guy got riz. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. lie. I got to say, I love your ice, man. It's cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. By now, you've seen us drink this beautiful drink, and this is Nectar Hard Seltzer, the first Asian-inspired hard seltzer featuring delicious flavors like Asian pear, lychee, mandarin, and yuzu. Now, unlike all those big brands out there that have that disgusting aftertaste, we got rid of it. There is no weird aftertaste in this. We actually started Nectar two years ago out of my garage, and because of a viral TikTok, we took off. And because of supporters like you, we've now expanded Nectar into five states, California, Hawaii, Washington, New York, and New Jersey. If you'd like to get a box of Nectar, here are four easy options to choose from. Go to our website, NectarHardSeltzer.com, click on the store locator, and the store closest to you will pop right up. If we're not in any stores near you, next time you're in your favorite store, ask the manager to stock us. You'll be genuinely surprised how well that works. And if we're not in any stores near you yet or we're not in your city, you can order us online. We ship to 45 states. And if we can't ship to you, send us a text. That tells us where we need to go next. Drink Nectar Hard Seltzer, unique Asian flavors, and no weird aftertaste. Now back to whatever the hell they're talking about. Um, I, I have to know this. Yeah. Have you ever met a murderer? Have ever met a murderer? I had a fucking guy call in once. A pussy murderer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I actually have not met um, one of those. I met him right there. <laughs> Is that with the the, the every nah, nah, star nah. under the eye? I'm nah. Every I'm, tattoo is a pussy he murdered. <laughs> I met this one. I I didn't mean it, but he called into the show, and he was like, um, he told me that his f- friend fucking confessed to murder. Oh shit to him and he was calling me and saying what should I do and now in the moment I was doing my normal thing where I I talked to him and I was like well what do you think you should do and how do you feel in this situation I should have just told him to call the police what the fuck was I doing yes holy fuck yes do you feel a lot of pressure on you sometimes with the issues people bring you like you know, or do you I have fun with it. I uh, here's the thing: is I know in my 
I know in my brain, and I don't care what anyone on the internet says, I try my best with whatever amount of energy I have at the time and with whatever information I have at the time. I like, I'm always trying my best, and you know, this is the best I can do. And I think everyone also knows that I'm. You know, I come at these calls and the situations on the, sh- the live shows and stuff. Like, I come at them in good faith. Um, and if something really tricky or really out of my scope, you know, comes to me and I'm not perfect with it, you know, I don't, I don't kill myself over it. Mm-hmm. Has there any? You go. Oh, no, no, no. I was saying, has what outside of that situation has there been other situations that have made you really uncomfortable? Uh, oh, just in in the gecko world. Yeah, yeah. Nothing really makes me like. Uh, well, a couple uh, questions about myself sometimes make me uncomfortable. I'm trying to get better at that, though. Um, are you scared to open up? I shouldn't be. What are you hiding, Lyle? Nothing. I don't think I'm hiding anything. I I've thought about. I mean, I'm a fallible human person. But I'm like I. I sometimes feel like I should take pride in that because we all are that. Of course, and, you know it's a. I. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like I have to try to portray yourself did as you anything grow other up than shy? that. You know. Yeah, I did grow up shy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was really shy when I was when in was uh, a, sixth it's grade. A tough thing to get over that. When did you uh, become? Because you're you right now is like I wouldn't assume. You know. Um, okay, so when I was in sixth grade, I was really shy and I didn't want to talk to anyone. Um, and I had a hard time opening up and then around ninth grade, I met, uh, my the guys that I'm really good friends with from my high school and we all kind of like formed, cultivated our own sensibility together. And then I became not shy enough. <laughs> like I was too, I think I did this thing where like. <sighs> that's lucky how I you know, I was, I was, obs- I was obsessed yeah, with, exactly I was obsessed was. with, um, like responding to people like I was crazy. Mm. Like some, like, okay, so there's this, I would be in the, a kid would come up to me, like one of the, like, I guess you could call them popular kids. And he would be like, hey, Lyle, how you doing? But he was doing it to be a dick. Yeah. He was like, not. It's fuck with the weird kid. He was like, fuck with the weird kid. And I was like, at first I was shy and I didn't know how to handle it. And then a sudden snapped me and he was, and I was like, he would be like, hey, Lyle, how you doing? And I would be like, Oh, whoa, whoa. Like I would just, I don't know. And that made me feel powerful. I was like, I don't need to respond. I can respond to this however I want. And then I started doing that too much. Like I would be walking down the hall and I would see a kid and I would be like, I think I would be like, I'm going to fuck with this kid. Like I would start making like the weird noises and whatever. Um, And then I'm at, now I'm at a point where I'm, I dialed it back to a reasonable level. I don't know if anything I said just made sense. No, it did. Oh, it made perfect okay. sense. I was never like that in my journey. <laughs> <laughs> in, in my in my journey to get over my shyness, but there was a there's an Asian girl in middle school that she was very shy also, but what she did along the lines of that was she barked at people. Yeah. Yeah. Um I want to know, now that you've gotten to know us a little bit, sure. which of the three of us looks like they need therapy the most? Looks like looks they like, need looks like. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was an obvious question. I'm so sorry. All right, now, now, now. What about Wait, without the looking? Yeah. Which one? <laughs> oh, you got to say it to the mic So for the audio listeners. Say it into the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Do you remember my name? 
I don't. Wait, it's it okay. starts with a V. Yeah, Vit Trap. That's better than most people. Vit. Do. Yeah. yeah. Vit. Yeah, well, he, you he did me. tell the fucked up story about your babysitter. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. 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 Hey, are you in therapy? Uh, I've gone to therapy a couple times. Was it helpful? But uh, not really, to be honest. But how long did you stick with the therapist? A year. Oh, a year. Yeah. Sometimes. Here's, here's why I didn't like the therapist I went to. She. So I've pretty much been doing like self therapy since I was very young. What is self therapy? Essentially, I would go on Google and I would look up like what I was experiencing or feeling or like the problems I had. Is okay. this how I learned? How I don't to know do- if Googling things is an officially recognized. Form. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> but what I'm, what I'm trying Chat to say is, is that's what I've been doing since I was very young. Sure. And when I went to actual therapy, the th- uh, a lot, I would say like 80% of the things that she would say in response to the problems I was bringing up is shit that I already read or had told yep. myself. She's yeah, a yeah, bad yeah, therapist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, a bad yeah, therapist, yeah. yeah. A good therapist, so, like, mm-hmm. make you, even just conversing with them, kind of you start to realize things yourself. Like, you'll start saying things and then you slow down and you're like, oh, shit. I mean, I've had more therapy from, like, this show and the opportunity to come and talk to people more experienced or yeah. have gone through the same shit I've gone through than yeah. I had actually going to therapy. Very good point. I've yeah. It's kind of sad the amount of people who I've talked to who either be financial reasons can't get real therapy or um, they just they their therapists just suck. Yeah. Wait a second. Is BetterHelp not sponsoring you? Why don't Better, they- BetterHelp does. I, went, I saw a BetterHelp therapist. Oh. That's why I was saying I was thinking about that. Like there's a lot of solutions now to the can't afford it way because there was um yeah I forget the thing but you can like sign up on this place and like put in your income and then get discounted therapy that I went to for a little bit and it wasn't bad therapy I mean like that therapist definitely helped me a little bit I stopped going because yeah, it felt like she wasn't helping me that it's, much it's all about the therapist though and like it is it's a difficult thing to keep searching for a therapist because yeah. to really get the most value of it you have to be super vulnerable so it's yeah. like going on a first date over and over and over again and right. dumping yeah. out your craziest yeah. problems it's exhausting people and like after one or two be one date either it has of course to be like three. Yeah. of course and then after that you go through that and you're like yeah. i'm busy with shit like i gotta go go to work like one thing is yeah. uh oh, you, oh do you have a thing oh, yeah, please, i just please. i just wanted a funny story um that that therapist i was talking about when I went in there and this was like during house arrest and everything. So I was telling her about like everything, childhood, house arrest, how I felt, blah, blah, blah. And I was, after I told her about like me being beat as a kid, her weight. So you know how like therapists try to relate to you? And that's like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> her, her way of trying to relate to me. And this is the first time I ever thought like, yeah, we're just not going to match. <laughs> her way of trying to relate to me was that she was Asian but she was adopted by white parents and went to a white school, so she never fit in. That was thir- that's some that's something. Yes, though, but is that it was not? thirty seconds, word for word. I had said I was beat as a child, and I don't think I've ever experienced being truly happy. And I cried my eyes out. <laughs> and then she was like, "Yeah, I relate to that because I was adopted and I went to a white school." Yeah, which obviously, like, I understand how that could be traumatizing or like, yeah, that could hurt not you. Isn't that such a like, isn't that such a like hard line? And this isn't even like a therapy thing. Just when you're talking to someone, is you want like if someone. Okay, because you want to relate to people, mm. but you also don't want to like change the conversation to make you. also don't want to make everything about you. Yes, yeah. And there's value in relating to people, but also 
detraction in making things about you yep. and that's a hard it's a hard line to walk yeah. I agree and I think the best conversationalists figure out what like it's like I have a scale in my mind where it's like okay on the scale of relatability if it's over an 8 I have to say it because it's too relatable okay yeah but if it's not if it's under an 8 I'm yeah. just gonna ask you another question about you so yeah. yes. you get more comfortable talking about yourself yeah, blah, blah, I just feel and like that was under an eight. Yeah, like that was like a three. <laughs> that, that was like a two. You know what I mean? The only relatable part is like we're Asian. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it'll be very hard for me to find a therapist that I can relate to because of my childhood, because the people I can relate to are the people that are needing to go to therapy. Therapists they, go to therapy. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But you also, know, therapists deal with people like you all the time. Yeah. Sorry, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say it's um, it's, this might be a stupid thing to say, but. Th- your therapist is just a guy, you know. They're not like they're fallible. Mm-hmm. Of course, and yeah. it's not like I hated her after that. But I don't know. But also, I don't know. Is that like saying your surgeon is just a guy? Oh, he is. That's that's a scary thing to think about. Yeah. Your surgeon is just profession. a fucking guy. Yeah. I was uh, reading this thing about the way we treat doctors, and it was like doctors hold a lot of like frame control, where they do. You, the most powerful human being can go to a doctor, and it's like. You want me to open my mouth and you stick your finger in? Okay. And it's just like, they're, they're just down to do anything the doctor says because it's the doctor, well, you know? Like It's anybody with a skill that's like a little complicated, right? Yeah. Mechanic can do the same thing to you. Computer uh, fixing person. Mechanic can tell you anything is wrong with your car and just run it up a bag. I know? never so. listen to mechanic. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, my tires need rotating. They rotate every day. What do you mean? Like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. What is this a flat tire wheel that you guys have? It's from our olden days. We don't we don't do that anymore. Oh, Everybody okay. asks that. Yeah. We need to redesign that wheel. Well, yeah, if yeah. you have a wheel, people are going to ask exactly. about it. Yeah. <laughs> we, we do need to redesign it, but basically we would get so drunk using the wheel that it, the show would be terrible. Yes. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can, uh, you can check out this wall. This is memorabilia from past guests, mm-hmm. so... Um, if you would like to bring us something, we'll put we'll toss it up there. Yeah, we'd like you as a recurring guest one day. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to think of what I might have something. Yeah, or like a little gecko. Let's see if I have something. Bring us a live gecko, and we'll just also. By the way, we'll put it in amber. Can see this or not? This is one of my favorite pictures. What? Is that of us three? Yeah. Oh, after my interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's sweet. one of my favorite pictures. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. That's sweet. I like that. Um, you want to do this? Yeah. Yeah, and then the dollar store. So as. As somebody who is constantly listening to other people's problems yeah. and giving them therapy, yeah. do you feel like you ever want to be on the other end? Yeah, definitely. So is there anything that like you would want to ask this th- panel of experts not on, advice not on? Not on a fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, any, uh, never, any light topics? Right? Yeah. Any light topics? What's going on with me? <laughs> okay, um, light topic. Which which fetish is an immediate red flag? A red flag. I like how, I, said, I like uh, how that's a light topic. <laughs> well, okay, so I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't know, I don't know if I'm the one to say what is a red flag because I, 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 I would, I don't fully a hundred percent believe anything, but I have these things I would like to believe, and one of them is that um, I would like to believe that uh, no one part of your life inherently informs another one. So if somebody says that they like to wear a dinosaur costume and get fucked in the ass, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I don't. Well, I'm not going to say that that informs anything else about them as a human being. Mm -hmm. You know, that's something I'd like to believe. So to that point, I wouldn't say um, any fetish is necessarily a red flag. Okay. 
That's Unless if it involves like I don't know, like kids. Yeah, yeah. I, that's the one I came up with. But then it was like, wait, that's not. Is that a fetish? Like I don't. Think I don't know. A There's fetish, a. Yeah. I, you know, I spoke to. I had a really long conversation with someone on the podcast who, uh, I, as an adult baby, they mm. they, oh, they, like, they like they do like what's called age play, age mm. regression, where like they pretend like they're a kid. Oh, that's weird. And it's it's controversial because uh, you know. <sighs> I really, I feel like two consenting adults should do whatever they want, yeah. but, and again, well, this is why I said I would like to believe, <laughs> this is why I said I would like to believe that what, uh, that parts, I would like to believe that a person who likes to pretend to be a child for sex, that that doesn't inform any parts of their, per, other parts of their personality. Uh-huh. That's a hard. Yeah, it's like stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know if I could believe that. Uh, I don't know if this is a red flag, but it was definitely weird to me. Remember that girl? She was going super viral. Uh, she pretends to be a dog. Yeah, I know yeah. people who've met her. Oh, really? Yeah, I they actually say don't she's cool. Her. But I mean, I did. I was like watching all the interviews. I was enthralled. <laughs> but like, it's crazy. She like, she like, piss on the floor and like she'll act like a dog. And oh, like, I have seen that. Yes. Yeah, and I'm just like, they go to that. the park. They'll be at the dog park, and yeah. she's. On all fours, and I'm just like, yo, that's there's got to be something there that can't just be there's there's got to be something else underneath that yeah, makes you want to do that. Yeah, but that's I don't like like we don't you don't know until you meet the girl because like I said, I've met people who've met her, and it's yeah. like you can meet her and be like, man, that dog girl, mm-hmm. super cool. Yeah, uh, but everyone can pretend to be someone for a little bit. You know, what I mean, like very few people see the true you. You could say that about her dog persona you yeah know? yeah but exactly we don't know if that's fake or if it's right. really like something that's deep-seated part well, of her also it's not even about like fake versus real it's mm-hmm. like she could like what, what i'm saying is when one i would like to believe that on one part of herself does not inform another mm-hmm. so she could be completely genuinely like i love eating dog food <laughs> and putting my face in piss and shit mm. and i'm also a nice person you yeah. know those can oh, both I, be yes, true yes. i think that i think in her case yes i don't see that i don't i don't personally the puppet the dog girl pays taxes yeah <laughs> she does she's goes she pays that she when she drives in her car uh-huh. she stops at stop signs <laughs> she's a member of society and also pretends to be a dog. Wait, so this is a great thing about America. Does she do that nonstop? Or no, 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 like, no, no, no. It's like they'll, she turns it on. She turns it on. Okay, but they'll go like full on, like walks on the sidewalk. Oh, crazy. Like, yeah. So for me, it's a uh, degradation. I think like if you really love degrading people or love being degraded, it's a it's a red flag for me. Mm. Yeah. Why? Why is that? Um, for the people that like degrading people, like why is it that you get turned on from behaving evilly towards another person? And then the people that receive it, it's like, why is it that you need to like be spoken to in this way to be activated? It's like, if that feels like it is connected to other parts of their life, dude, I wonder all like one of the things I wonder a lot when I'm talking to these people and doing this stuff is like, what would an actual psychiatrist say about this. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, like, like, if I came to a psychiatrist and I was like, I love being degraded or I love being a dog or I love, you know, age play or whatever, like, what mm-hmm. would they, what would the best psychiatrist, like, what, someone who, like, I mean, because all this stuff, this is like empirical data. Like, yeah. they've studied the brain, they've done, like, we're bullshitting on a thing, but there are people, like, written books about this crap. I'm mm-hmm. like, what would they say? I always wonder that. I have no idea. I also idea. wonder too. 
And it's funny because we 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 we've all give like kind of like unsolicited, <laughs> well not unsolicited but unprofessional professional advice. Yeah. What's what's I the just, difference between a psychiatrist and a therapist? Psychiatrists like prescribe you things. Oh. Yeah. That's like where you get medicine. I just had a random thought. You came here without the suit, but just your face painted green. Yeah. What did the What did the Uber driver? What the Uber driver say? LA, he, bro. Can I? Can I? Um. This is. Uh. This has been a wonderful thing in in my life. Is um. I am often in situations where, for whatever reason, I am walking around in public with green face paint on, <laughs> and um. And not even the whole suit. Yeah. And it's been a wonderful thing to experience how little anyone ever asks me about it or gives a shit because ah. because you could look in the mirror and be like, does my hair look okay? Does my shirt cool or whatever? But, and then... But no one's ever fucking looking at you or no gives a shit. At, I, that's crazy. Nobody to me. gives a shit. You, I've walked around again with my face coated in green, and lo- I've walked around looking very strange, and, <laughs> and nobody f- fucking cares. Got, everyone's like, "Oh man, he looks really sick." <laughs> <laughs> well, so I've actually there is one. Th- some I have occasionally had a. I, I was on a plane. Uh-huh. I did a video at a strip club in Miami. <laughs> And I was at the strip. I was I was there until five a.m. and I had a six a.m. flight, so I just went from the strip club to the airport. And I was wearing the green paint, and I went on the flight with the green paint. And the guy next to me was like, he was trying to be cute. He was like, "Hey, you have a little something on your face." And I just was like, "Oh yeah," but I thought what what I should have said was, "Yes, I punched him." What I should have said was, "Yes, I have a very rare, like in dead. I have a skin condition. (laughs) Like, just make him feel bad. (laughs) Like, be very serious. That's that's what I'm gonna do next time. Yeah, that's that's my type of joke. I love making people uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. It is. All right, this last segment we got for you is called Dollar Store Therapy. So this is where uh, we compiled all the questions from our audience. Okay. So this is advice to our audience. Hopefully, if you submitted a question, you're watching, so you can get the answer to your question. What is it? What I just, you one? know, it's just a little promo, right? Okay. The first one that Jeremy wrote was, is it normal to rewatch well, UTI episodes? No, they did. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it's funny that Jeremy was like, this one. <laughs> well, I just said, is it normal to rewatch UTI episodes? Yes. Matter of fact, it is approved by doctors that if you watch our show 10 times in a row every single day, you grow two inches. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what the fuck is UTI? Under and then I looked yeah. and I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> yes, it is very normal. But it's also very normal to like and subscribe. Um... And listen on Spotify. It's not normal at all. Co- co- comment if you made it to this point. Internet. Comment I love None geckos. None of this is normal. This Censor is- this man. Unplug his mic. <laughs> comment if you made it to this point. Comment I love gecko. And uh, and make sure you follow even, even Mr. If it's Mr. Not gecko. Normal, even if it's not normal, why would you want to be normal? Watch this show like ten that. times in a row. Yes, eleven actually. Be yeah. an overachiever. Tape your eyes open and just put it on the screen. <laughs> this one. This one's hella funny. This one's hella funny. I don't know about That's funny, but it's a banger. It's hella funny to me. Should I be annoyed that my girl texts her ex every day as much as she texts me? P.S. I cheated already. <laughs> That's fake. Huh? I said that's gotta be fake. And that's what I was thinking, but it's like hella funny that he would say this. Should he be annoyed that his girlfriend texted? Oh, that's so no. Funny. He should be happy, right? Yeah, I agree with that. Because with that. now, because he's has the on his conscience that he cheated, 
but she's probably got something going on with her ex-boyfriend. So now it's like, all right, maybe they should just do an open thing. I don't know. They seem like they both like mm. they like other people. Uh, yeah. Do you think two cheaters should just be in an open relationship? Uh, no, I think two uh, cheaters man, should fucking, break up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He said, ah, fuck it. <laughs> Actually, we want to keep the cheaters together so they don't go around cheating on non-cheaters. We're on, you're on to something. No, because they're together but cheating... Exactly. So he's saying, should they just be in an open relationship? Yeah, why not? Just talk about it. Be yeah. in an open relationship. Oh, you get what I'm saying? Thing. Yeah. Stay together. Leave yeah. us. Leave us alone. Oh. A serial monogamous. Someone DM'd me one time, and I like didn't open the message. It was my request, and then she recently DM'd me again, and she's like, "Hey, in case you looked at my profile and saw my boyfriend." I'm in an open relationship, so don't <laughs> don't let that stop you from responding. It's hard. It's uh, it's got to be hard to advertise yourself if you're in an open relationship yeah. because you're posting pictures with your yeah, yeah. fully making out still... stuff and. What what, what is some advice? Up? Yeah, what is some advice to advertise yourself in an open relationship? Do you think? Advertise it. Put it next to your pronoun. <laughs> open relationship. O R. Open in an open relationship. relationship. Yeah. I will say the one thing I don't understand about um, I don't know. I I think. I, I I will say the one thing about being in like an open relationship is that I think one of the nice things about being in a relationship is that when you're like I think guys have a thing when they're out in like a social event when they're where they're like you know like am I gonna like meet someone tonight mm-hmm. and they're like they're like obsessed with getting laid mm-hmm. and that ruins your ability to just be present in whatever mm-hmm. you're fucking doing. And when problem. you and if you have like if you're in a relationship you don't have that and you yeah. can just like chill and be present and 100%. talk to people without thinking about you know oh am I gonna fucking whatever yeah. at know. one point genuinely I did not want to go anywhere unless there were like hot girls there that I could try to fuck right it no it ruins your like I would ability get, to just I would be a person yeah, I would I would get invited to things and I was like are there gonna be girls there if mm-hmm. not I'm not coming mm-hmm. he he would take me to the club and then disappear on me and I'd be at the club alone like. <laughs> Like, I don't know anyone here. <laughs> I would like, always, talk. I would, I would always circle back though. Yeah, I'll come back like forty minutes later. I'm sitting there like rocking back and forth. Like, <laughs> well, I saw it's because it, it like it does that. Um, it, it makes you not be able to be present and focused, but also motivates you to want to go out and talk to people and do yeah. shit. That's so what I had to do. Then I had to talk to people I didn't want to talk to because yeah. I'm like, oh, my friend left me. Well, what do you do? Oh, God, okay. <laughs> what, what other questions did they ask us? This oh, next one is... Oh, we asked <laughs> We got a lot of ever fucked in the gecko suit. So How like, many? Like six or so. Yeah. And then all three of us wanted to know that as well. So, yeah, so uh, do you know what? You know why they keep they want to ask? They're asking me because they want to know how it is. Because yeah, they're like, because yeah. if I say I did have sex in the gecko it's costume like, and it's it? good, they're yeah. gonna fucking gecko costume sales <laughs> yeah. start rising. Yo, low key, I kind of understand furries now. I feel like that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Hey, no, all no, this from, stuff because like, this is a character you built up. This is something you've invested your time in, your, sure. your resources in. Yeah, it would be kind of cool to fuck somebody in the, in the costume. Like, this is me. Like, I did this. He doesn't have a flap, though. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to ruin you can, a costume. You can make a flap. Listen, no, dude, all this Take stuff, like like wearing fox costumes and having sex in them, if you are, there's so many, like, kind of kink things where I'm like, dude, if I were into that, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Mm. But exactly, that's not something I, I will say, though. Whenever I would cosplay for an anime, like, when I would wear the Itachi costume, I'd be like, I feel like I have to have sex in this. That's what I'm saying. Reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta just try it out. Like yeah. I feel like I'm a different yeah. person in the costume. Aren't you like sometimes I'm jealous of like guys who like getting pissed on because I'm like I'm 
Well, because I'm in this binary, I'm in this very limited space where I only, you know, I enjoy just regular sex. Yeah. yeah. And the guys are like getting pissed on. They have this like tertiary thing to explore. That's yeah, cool. True. Dirty sex is the best. They have a more expansive universe than I do. Who is that celebrity that just tweeted that she liked getting pissed on? Did you guys see that tweet? No, I did not. Young Miami. Young Miami, like big, like very known celebrity. She's like, I've never heard I, of yeah, she, she likes getting pissed on. Yeah, she, she young Miami? tweeted it out and she was like, I'm not gonna lie, I love golden showers. Oh my god. And that takes balls to say that. It That's does. Hella balls, yeah. yeah. Takes pee as well. Hey, uh, I, I, I kind of get it. Like, you ever piss on yourself a little bit? It's warm. It's warm. It's warm. It's nice. Oh god, my my well, ex was constantly trying to get me to let her piss on me. I'll be honest, yeah. when I was in the swim team, I would never go to the bathroom. <laughs> I would just pee. Oh, that's normal. What? In, in, the, in the pool. In oh, the pool. in the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know what? Was we it would a, do, who was, was it on the swim team? Oh, okay. We would do dumb shit where it's like, you know, coach wasn't around. We would like pee dry land and then jump into the pool. Oh, ew. That's that's disgusting. weird. That's <laughs> fucking <laughs> weird. <laughs> How is that weird? But peeing in the pool is not weird. It's the same thing. Do you know who Dimitri no, Martin is? Has, no. like, He's like a comedian. He had this joke where he was like, Peeing into a pool is much worse than peeing in a yes, pool. Yes, 100%. Oh, yeah. That's like essentially, that's the worst, that's way worse, like on all fronts. I'm looking at you differently from What was the original question? Oh, wait, it's just more about fucking. Wait, wait, wait. when you guys have girlfriends, do you try to piss on them in the shower? Just like as a joke? I have one. He's nodding, yeah. he's nodding yeah. aggressively. It's so funny. Hey, hey, can we t- talk about you and where you, li- are we allowed to share that on the internet? That's gotta. I gotta be on camera. Yeah, why okay, don't you? Okay. Yeah, well, it reminded me of something. Uh, anyways, this one is a is a good one. Why do Why do men ghost? Why do men ghost? I don't like that. Uh, what? No, why do I, men I, and women ghost. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, woman, it's so sure, it's a sure. I mean, um, people ghost. Well, get ghost ghost because it's hard to. Uh, you know, it's fun. We get a lot of. I get a lot of like fucking relationship stuff on the any problem involving two people usually and the the problem is caused by those people not talking to each other enough and the reason why people don't talk to another is they're afraid yep. that's why and i and i get that i get that i'm not saying that from a place of like i'm a great communicator like i'm you know it's just a scary thing mm-hmm. it's a it's fear it's just fear I can totally agree with that because anytime I've ghosted someone, it's like I'm afraid to tell you my true feelings, so I'm right. just going to not talk to you at all. And it's hard because what if your truth, like, if you're, if you know in your heart that your true feelings are going to hurt the other person's feelings, and then you have to deal with that, and that, well, not even that you have to deal, just that you just don't want to hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. Do you lie? But then you're lying, and yeah. that's not good too. So I'm just gonna not. I'm just not even gonna I've deal never, with it. I, I've never you know, I get it. I've never ghosted anybody out of fear of the hurting their feelings. Not fear, but like, I just convenience. Convenience, like I would also, much rather not hurt your feelings. Sure. But it's not fear. Is not like oh, I'm afraid. But it's just like it can also. I mean, maybe fear is the wrong word in that case. But it's like I don't want to deal with having to explain. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you were to break things off formally, like there's a whole emotional investment thing that has to happen after that, or you're gonna just ghost them right after. Because it's like I don't know how to explain it. Like if you were to be like, hey. I don't really vibe with you anymore. Let's not see each other. Like, there's probably going to be a little back and forth with someone you don't want to see. When you guys say ghost, are you talking about like... You're talking to somebody? Yeah, like how long into it though? Uh, Just at any point. Like, if you were talking to somebody enough that they feel any type of investment, and then then you leave. I guess that's... Yeah. 
I only ghost people if it's like one or two weeks into it. I'm not feeling them. That, I can understand a person feeling as though the amount of time. Oh, well, because here's another thing. Like, if you go on like one date with someone. You don't really and know them. If you go on a, one date with someone, you weren't feeling it. Yeah. If you type out a long paragraph very as, weird. as to yeah. why, yeah. it can almost it can feel kind of patronizing. Yeah. yeah. Literally. You're right. So I, I would say there is there now is a threshold for when ghosting is m- the most appropriate solution. Yeah. When do you think it stops? When do you think it becomes weird to ghost? When you guys have communicated that there are genuine feelings. Or like but what, maybe that's a lot. You could be like on date number yeah. six before that. I mean you can you can kind of tell in the second or third date if they're hitting you up, they're trying to hang out with yeah, you more, and then all of a sudden you're just if you, you guys ghost, are you know, if you, if you guys feel are like, like bordering on like being dating more, yeah. Yeah. I will say though, every because of the like the unique part of everyone being different. This I was trying to think of what this tasted like. Haichu. Yes, wow. yes, yes, yes. I mean they do have a lychee flavor. They actually just make alcohol and then let Haichu sit in it. And then that's, that how, that's, that's, that's how we that's our recipe. Yeah. But uh but yeah, every person is di- so like somebody could get invested off the first date and then if to yeah. them it feels like they've been ghosted or they've been wronged. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like everyone gets attached at different levels. It's weird. You can kind right. of feel it out. Yeah. Of like, but if you're one of those people, stop it. Have That's you, have you guys ever been ghosted before? Have I been ghosted? Have I been ghosted before? Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah. I never, never to three the way, three way, never to the point where I it's like the oh. ghosting affected me. But it's like, I feel like I've always been very sensible. Where if a girl just stopped responding, I would obviously just be like, okay, she's not interested anymore. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Luckily, I've yeah. always been with people where if like feelings are involved and it might become something and they lose interest, mm-hmm. they will communicate that with me. Just I, like I, I used to um, when I would get if if like when I was in like college and stuff, like when I would get ghosted, I would like get upset with them. I would text them and be like, "This was me and of you" or something like that. But yeah. when you're doing that, it's like that only. You know, uh, that just that doesn't help anything to get like upset about it. You just gotta. Take the you guys. Oh no! Nah, work upset, within the scope of what's within your control. No, nope. if I have something on my chest, I'm telling them, and then I'll block them. <laughs> I don't care. You're gonna hear what if I say. Block them. They, you won't. They won't see your message. No, I block them after I send it. He sees it delivered, you, and yeah. then he blocks. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> Absolutely. What's the next question? <laughs> <laughs> what is the worst part of having a lot of followers? What's the worst part about having a lot of followers? Well, I'm lucky. Because no one recognizes me in public. Because mm, of the costume it's, and the green face. Yes, yeah. that's hilarious. Oh, no, it's sick. You know. So wait, you've never been recognized in public once? A, like a couple of times. Okay. Not as the gecko. When I get when I go on the gecko, I'll people will be like, yeah. "Oh, you're the guy from the computer." <laughs> that's the worst part. They're like, if you're, I like, I was man in the box. <laughs> I was in um, I was in New York, and I was walking around. With um, this guy who was a, some a TikTok guy, and like every five seconds he would get stopped for a picture, and I was like, "Thank fucking god, I have this like gecko costume." Because I also I like I like to get like very stoned and walk around in public, mm-hmm. and if I was in that position and somebody was like, "Oh, you're the gecko from TikTok," I would freak out. And, <laughs> you know, it's so true. It's like I'm trying to like I don't really know what his skin tone is except kind of around yeah. his eyes, like. Mm-hmm. Facial hair, like I know your face, but it'd be like yeah. it'd be it would be difficult. It'd be to, difficult to recognize. And I guess another like having a lot of followers. What's the con? I think um, I was gonna say. Oh, like I think 
constantly intaking lots of people's opinions. Oh, but here's the thing: is that terrible. that's not really a, like if you're you don't need to have followers to be doing that. Yeah. Like if you're just scrolling through Twitter, you're taking in a lot of people's opinions. And also, that's it's your job to be to just disregard it. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah, that's what's within your control. The one difference is it's genuinely opinions or something revolving around you or something you've created, which right. is more annoying than just like reading someone else's thread. Yeah, sure, sure, it's sure. Like, I mean, I'm lucky that I, I yeah. most people are nice to me, which I don't like. I want people... <laughs> you want people to be mean to you? I don't want people to be mean to me, but like when I see... I like sometimes I'll see a YouTube comment and, and it'll say like, Lyle said this thing and I disagree with it and I thought it was bad and mm. wrong take and I'll see it and it and I'll I've trained myself to not get upset at it and then every time I see a comment that's mean and then I notice that I didn't get upset at it I feel really good mm-hmm. I'm like oh okay I got I'm I'm in charge here I can you're emotionally I'm, strong I'm, I'm emotionally strong enough to handle at least what at least however much heat I have handled which is not a lot mm-hmm. dude there's this comedian guy and he created a show called the Tomato Show. And it was in L.A. And basically what it was was he gave the entire audience tomatoes and he said, we want you to throw them. He's like, throw them at any time. And as he's saying, throw them at any time, someone rockets a tomato (laughs) at his head. head. And these are rock hard tomatoes. They're not soft and explosive. And so afterwards, he was like he basically was like replying to people of like how the show worked. And he was showing more clips. People are throwing them as hard as they can at the performers, <laughs> and then over time they get softer and they're like exploding and shit. But that's uh, awesome. and after every performance, they collect the tomatoes, hand them back out to the audience. I was like, "That's genius. That's great." Yeah, what so fucking great. venue is going to let that guy do that? Yeah, what the fuck? No, he he's crazy. He did one where he was like performed on stage uh, for like a week or some ridiculous. Who, who is he? Blake something. Okay. He Shelby? hangs out. He kind of hangs out with like the Chardley's crew. Like Rose Ross. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's nuts. Guy. He's nuts. Yeah, but I was like, that's the most genius, fun idea. Do you poop facing the flusher or facing away from the flusher? Who the fuck poops facing the flusher? That's what I saw. People that's what I'm tired. You know, you could rest on something. But also, this is that's a weird question because I saw. Have you guys <laughs> seen that South South? What is it? South Park? Yeah. yeah. South Park clip where um, Butters. The, the little blonde kid. Yeah, he, he makes he a very strong like argument for facing the flusher because they have that little shelf. Yeah, and, it's yeah. the table you can put your snacks yeah, on. Yeah, he's like, ah, you, I can put my snacks there. I can put my phone up and watch the, the thing. The flusher's right there. So. I'm going to do. I'm gonna try that next no, time. No, 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 no. No, because here's the problem. The way that the toilet faces is there's that front part and, oh. and there's more ceramic and less water. So if you're, so you're asking straight like, onto the ceramic. ceramic, you're just staining your bowl. If you do that, why? Please comment down why below. I don't think anyone does that. No, I don't think anybody does that. It's I just, just remembered. I one really, person listening to this does uh, that. Huh? There's another kind of person out there. I had, a, I had a really weird phase when I was like pretty young where I liked to piss in my sink instead of the toilet. Come up here. I've done that before. Yo, I once got in trouble with my... Because uh-huh. I peed in a trash can. I like peed in the trash can Where? that I had in my room. I was I was a kid in my oh, parents' in your home. house. In my parents' okay. house, yeah, I peed in the trash can. Oh, you you would get in trouble with me too if you're my child doing that shit. I was just curious. I was like, why not here? Yeah, Dude. when uh, funny, funny, when I was in juvie, uh, sometimes at nighttime the the COs will not come let you out the bathroom because they're sleeping. Let you out to go to the bathroom because they're sleeping. So what you would have to do is just fucking bunch up your sheets into the corner of the room and just pee on your sheets. <laughs> 
and then just sleep with no sheets and just fuck. And that's what we. That's, I've had to do that on multiple occasions. Brutal. Yeah. When 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 were you in Juvie? I'm sure you've talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, uh, I was twelve. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was twelve. I, I obviously have a lot more questions, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm sure you've. Yeah, we we've gone through it, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll ask you afterwards. Yeah, yeah. whenever you want. Um, on that P thing too, my friend in college. By the way, he went to Princeton, which is like a super high end college, and high end college. <laughs> and 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 they lived in these like it was like basically a house, but no bathroom. It was a communal bathroom, but it's like freezing in the winter. All the lights are on the hallway. You don't want to wake yourself up from REM and walk upstairs to go to the bathroom. So he just had a Gatorade bottle. And he would just piss in the Gatorade bottle, pour it out his window. Oh, my God. Just, That's why he's in Princeton. Yeah. Uh, you guys ever had that epidemic in your high school where people would shit in the urinals? Yes. No. You've had that? You never had that? Definitely no. Yeah. But there was, oh, there, there was a kid that shit just on the floor, and then he got yeah. expelled. Oh, my God. I would expel him, too. Yeah. That's disgusting. You get expelled for shitting on the floor? I would expel him immediately. In the middle of would the you, class. Okay, if you're principal, Not even the bathroom. In the middle of the class. Oh, oh shit! What? Eddie, Eddie's got some. Uh, I have a funny story about high school. There was a kid who they called him the serial shitter because he would literally <laughs> just go around and shitting on like the last step, like right before the last step. So you're not paying attention. You're obviously walking, don't see anything, and then right before you get to the last step, you step on shit. And it happened to like to to the deans. And to the point that they were literally investigating, like, like who is this guy? We gotta find this guy. <laughs> I don't think they ever found him. They have a board. What? They, they never have a found board him? with yarn Dude, attached. <laughs> in um, in like first or second grade, there was a bathroom stall that somebody had carved into it uh, a penis, and they just wrote, "I like penis." And at the time, Menace. like. I don't know why, but at the time, like, I was really disturbed. I was, like, in second grade. I was really disturbed by this penis. And so I would... But sometimes all the stalls were filled except for the I like penis one. So I was, like, I was like peeing and, like, covering it with my hands so that it wasn't in my peripheral vision. One time, uh, so, like, swim practice before the coach would, like, circle everybody up and talk about what they're going to do in practice that day. And I was just like, I need to use the bathroom before. So the entire team is sitting out there. I go to the bathroom and in the stall, I shit you not. Imagine a shit this girth and this big, just one giant piece. Yeah. Just, just in the toilet. It was this big. It was just in the toilet, lodged there. And I was like, oh my God. So I run out and I'm like, dude, there's a shit the size of a monster cannon. <laughs> All the guys jumped up and he was like, hey, what are you guys doing? And everybody sprinted to the bathroom and everybody had their phones and they're taking a picture of it. But all I can imagine is just like, it probably killed the poor guy. Whoever put that in. Like, whoever, whoever came it, out of that. It. Oh, it's tore, probably awesome for them. It tore him in half. Have you sure. ever pooped where it feels like it's coming out sideways and you're just like sitting there praying? Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, only yeah. like once or twice in my life and I still remember it to, to That shit day. feels like my, my hip bones are separating. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> terrible. Given birth. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. She has me tearing on the toilet. Like. Are there any more questions on the docket from yes, from yes. the people of the? Yes, yes. So, uh, what is wife material, and how do you know? What is wife material? It's just a subjective thing. For you. For me. In your opinion. What if if you were to meet Miss Gecko tomorrow? What would you be looking for? I well, I don't know. I'm. Um, I actually, I, I, I had to explain this to someone. This was, was my fear of uh, being in a relationship is like, as it, when you're single and you fuck up 
or you do something stupid or you're negligent, you're it's you're lucky enough that it only affects you. Mm-hmm. And I can I'll I'll deal with you know whatever like stupid thing I do that affects me. But when you have like close like you know people in your life and you are negligent or you forget something or you're stupid, then now it affects another person, and that's a hard yeah thing. And that's a little bit of what's somewhat prevented me from. Like having a serious relationship in a sense, and also I'm just always you know traveling, traveling and, and stuff. Tra- I, I, I like being alone a lot. Do you um, want a wife? Do you want to get married? Not anytime soon. I, but I think ideally the person would be like okay with me just living my life the way I do. Like I like to go alone to foreign countries and do that, and you know I'm I'm away for long periods of time. So somebody mm-hmm. who's cool with that, and and ideally somebody who is like doing the same thing on her end, like mm-hmm. she's going on her adventures or doing you know her thing that she wants to do so you, you want like you, a low-key independent really like you guys want to you want to be very independent yeah i would want somebody who's 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 very independent because i'm i'm pretty independent as you well you wouldn't want to travel together though i don't know i think there's something beautiful about that and something beautiful about being alone and have you ever have you ever been in both? love Not seriously. I've loved people, but I don't think I've ever been in what I would consider like in love. Do you have any exes? Um, I have had, I have people who like I've been, you know, involved with, but not in anything like so very serious. Yeah, like you could call them, you could call it a flame, sure. Um, but, uh, no, I don't want to, I don't, I'm not at a good point in my life for like a like a real real to be serious about something. Yeah, because so I'm I'm even, still crazy running around the universe. Yeah, you're not even mode. looking for a girlfriend yet. No, not really. It's cool. It's weird. It almost like I don't know. There's um there's uh, freedom to not being in a relationship, but mm-hmm. there's also a loneliness. But sometimes you kind of want to learn how to be cool with loneliness. Uh there's a there's a really cool quote I saw. Um, it says, when you wake up and you don't get a good morning text, and when you go to sleep and you don't get a question asking how your day was, do you consider that loneliness or do you consider that freedom? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, sometimes, sometimes when I do my when I go home Profit. from my stream and it's like 10 p.m. You know, it'd be nice if someone was there. Yeah. But then also a lot of the times I'm like, man, thank God no one's here, so I can just. Smoke weed and jack off. (laughs) You know know what's interesting? Like, I felt the same way, and there was a period of my life where I was like, I'm completely fine if I don't find anybody in the traditional kind of relationship aspect. But when it does come along, it is nice. And when you meet the right, as corny as it sounds, you will meet the right person. Yeah, of course. Yeah, where, not even that corny. As people say, when you do meet the right person, it's like, oh, okay, like, it's worth that time and effort, that time and effort, and I think when you meet the right person, it feels better to be with them than it is to be alone. Like the yeah. the part of you that likes, because sure. me too, I like solo travel. I do it all the time and I like it. But um, I know for a fact, like when I was like the most in love with like one of my exes, it's like I would have liked to do anything with her mm-hmm. rather right. than be alone. So it was yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. What, 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 is, what is appealing about solo travel? Like it's not like I can't travel alone because I've done it on business trips, but I so much rather go with like at least one other person. Well, uh, to me, it's uh, there's a couple things. Is um, 
when you go to somewhere alone, especially if you stay in like a hot, you do like hostels and stuff. Uh, no, nah, I used to just do. I, I'll, I'll explain after. So yeah. like a hostel, when you go, you go to a hostel. That's not traveling alone then. No. Uh, well, when you go to a hostel, like there's other people traveling alone. Like yeah. you make friends easier, and like you really just have to like put yourself out there. And my favorite thing about traveling alone is the time I spend with other people. Yeah. And uh, going out and meeting new people and. You know, when I'm alone, I get to like kind of there's a weird melancholy to it that's fun to bask in. Good word. Very good um, word. And also, you just open yourself up to new experiences a lot. Yes. It's better. It's you, You're just and more you open. Also, you don't have to rely on like waiting on somebody else right. or like yeah. catering totally. not, your plans. Not, yeah, them. not a reliance, but a catering. Like you yeah. have to. I have very few friends where they would match me so well that we would, it would feel like. I do have some friends like that, but like you need like your literal dynamic duo person where you're yeah. always on the same wavelength. That's when it's fun with one other person. And for you me, like doing the same things. But for me, I like solo traveling because one, it forces you to meet new people, right? Yeah. Like I, I can only travel within the US, so I don't like really stay in hostels and stuff. And I used to travel and like, I would. <laughs> so many, I have so many questions for you after yeah, this, there, spot, which I'm was, sure you've talked about on here at length. Yeah, there was like, you know, I would travel alone and I would meet. I'd have plans to meet people there. You know what I mean? So I would do my own thing during the day. I love the melancholy feeling you're talking about. Like yeah. going to San Diego and just sitting on the beach alone with a coffee. Yeah. And being like, what the fuck? Yeah. And be like, like th- that's the time when you tr- like the thoughts I have during that similar to like psychedelics where like just truly being alone, not looking at my phone, yeah. looking at this beautiful view in a place I've never been. Like, it's just like, it feels so like I've become in, like, I'm just like when I'm in LA, it feels like I'm in my city. Yeah. But then when I'm there, it's like I'm an NPC in a new game. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just a very weird feeling. So you're visiting a whole different world. Yeah. And uh, and you're just experiencing it completely through your own lens. When you have someone else there, it's like they're, you're experiencing it together. Their opinions are affecting you. It's like right. all these things. Yeah. One, of, right. one of my favorite experiences is after a trip, uh, like a, in a alone trip, after the trip, when you're, you know, going on that plane and you're sitting on that plane by yourself, you're... Uh, to headphones on, listening to your own music, and just like reflecting throughout the whole trip. Yeah. Do you guys write? Uh, do you guys journal at all? Yeah. Like, write yeah. shit down. Yep. Yeah. I'm I love sure. journaling on planes. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Journaling on planes after doing uh, you know a solo gig is is great. Because yeah. it's not always it's or it's not only like the trip you reflect on. Most of the time, for me at least, I reflect on how far I've come from like childhood. Yeah. Anytime I've ever been in like like even like comfort plus or business class or like like you know first in a couple of situations I would just sit there like that shit makes me be like damn yeah I, I like this was a fairy tale to me like five years ago yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you when you travel do you like well for me if I ever became like very financially set the thing that I would spend my money on isn't designer clothes it would be comfortable travel right like fly, yeah. like when i get bumped up Yo, not, i like, never do yeah i'm i i, I flying spirit to guatemala okay i was gonna windows say, down <laughs> right flu spirit to guatemala i <laughs> i i want to i am on the record i've said this on another podcast i then i'm not paying i love spirit airlines i <laughs> i love spirit airlines fuck uh, the people who complain about guy. air and spirit airlines fuck them <laughs> it is a legit you know expensive it is to go places the all you really need from a plane uh-huh. is to be able to get in it at one location and then get out of it at another one. Agreed. And if a plane can do that at an affordable price, that's fucking amazing. I, I agree to an extent. Um, I don't care how comfortable the seat is, blah, blah, blah. I'll deal with that. 
what I do want out of a like a like a plane ride though is the experience of like putting your bags in, check out, all that. That needs like I need functioning humans to be able to work that. That is what will there, bother me. Did they do did you not experience functioning? A few times. There are um people there are incompetent and competent people across all airlines, yeah. you know? Yeah. Of course. Here's my problem, right? Even sitting in this chair or when I'm driving short distances, yeah. like 15 minutes, 30 minutes, my ass falls asleep, the left cheek sure. specifically, and it's really annoying. I can't focus. I can't like, you know, I can't read a book. I can't just okay. hang the journaling that you guys are talking about. I wouldn't be able to do it. So then if the seat is cramped and yeah. I'm and I'm in the window or wherever they cram me, okay. I have to like hoist myself up to let blood yeah. down my leg while I'm trying to stretch my leg out. Okay. And this guy is like, why is this guy taking the armrest yeah. and trying to lift himself up? And then I get tired. So then I'm trying to like stand and my head is hitting the thing and everyone's okay. like, what is he doing? And I'm just like, I just need blood in my leg. You know? Well then, so when I then, got bumped the first, I was like, oh shit. Like, this is nice. I don't get that problem. Then, then don't go. <laughs> <laughs> Those are your options. You can either your ass hurts a little bit or you just don't go. Literally. I'm just saying, man. Or pay more money. What do you mean? I'm just saying, man. You over here spoiled. I'm just saying nice travel is nice. You got a rich man's taste on a poor man's budget. Nice travel is nice. People complain about like 12 hour. A 12 hour flight's nothing because you you wake up in fucking Los Angeles and then you go to sleep in Guatemala. Oh, wait. Are you a good sleeper? Like you could sleep through anything? No. Oh. I, I'm wide awake during my flights in great amounts of existential dread and discomfort. <laughs> but that ends eventually, and then I'm in fucking Guatemala. I go have a good time. Think. And then, um, and then there was a flight I was taking where, for some reason, the first class upgrade was like a hundred dollars. I took it, and then I sat there, and they, it was just like, "This is how people fly." I'm like, "I will." I have to get rich immediately. Yes. <laughs> so you do like nice travel. I like nice travel, but okay. I I, understand, I like the option of the most affordable travel yeah. being there. That's why I agree with you on like the, I think Spirit Airlines as a thing, fire. If yeah. they could make it even cheaper, like the, the CEO was talking about um, removing, having standing space in the plane. And That'd be was, sick. He was getting flamed for it, but I was what like, mean, that's amazing. That would be that's sick. Genius. For that's like genius. Short yeah, for like yeah. fucking New York to Miami, three hours, I would have, one, I would pay $10 yeah. to be standing on a plane. Oh, I would do amazing. that shit. Bro, I'll amazing. stand for five hours to Guatemala. <laughs> you burn calories. <laughs> you know, you know what actually helped me with uh, flights? Um, I used to, when I was going through jail and getting transported and shit, I, I learned how to like kind of close my eyes and like meditate when I was yeah. being transported because those rides are like two hours to different uh. counties. So for two hours, I was shackled, hands behind my back, jumpsuit, cold as hell, dead winter, <laughs> in the back of a like a like a sprinter. Sounds miserable. Exactly. So that's where Wait, I they kinda... took you to jail in an airplane. No, no, no. I'm talking about like sprinter. he's relating it to an airplane. Yeah, I'm relating it. Oh, to, oh, oh, so oh, that's oh, where oh. I kind of learned how to like just close my eyes and Sorry, forget about the outside world. He's and thinking like of meditate. you like like the FBI came for you in another country, like extradited yeah, no, you. No, to no I was like, why don't they just send you to wherever the local place is? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's like that that has helped me with plane travel a lot. Damn, I feel like jail, going through jail, and that whole experience just makes you able to handle anything. Pretty, pretty, pretty much, the most yeah. resourceful. Mm-hmm. You know, they can handle. We only anything. employ criminals on this show, by yeah. the way. Has yeah. it, it? This that beep has been going off. Less frequent than a minute. Or is, yeah, yeah. wait, ever? wait, definitely less frequent. Oh, okay. Than a minute. Do you guys normally do a minute? No, no, no. I don't think we've okay. ever done a minute because it's like stories take a little a bit longer. A yeah, a minute is a lot. He's trying to get drunk. You want a shot? I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling more 
drunk than I thought I would be. Nice. Okay. But anyway, this is a good, this is a nice loose vibe. Mm-hmm. Would you like consider this. yourself a heavyweight or a lightweight? Probably lighter than Light. heavier. Because okay. I'm a, I'm a, Gecko. I'm fat. <laughs> and, but I'm surprisingly lightweight with alcohol. It's just funny as I'm, I think people think I'm like stoned when I'm doing the podcast. Mm. And I, I'm a big stoner. I get high a lot. Um, but I can I can't get high. Like I couldn't get high and do this. But drinking is because uh, when you get stoned, it's you're in your head, and mm-hmm. when you're drinking, you're out of your head. Yep. Um, so this is a good idea for a podcast. When, what What do you do when? Uh, what do you do, or what's your favorite way to intake grass? I was trying to oh, censor like myself. Weed. Yeah, I was trying I was to like, censor myself for the YouTube demonetization. No, there's no chance. We've already said many yeah, things. Exactly. Yeah, it's too late now. Right, censor yourself for the YouTube. Yeah, like after all the things we just, just talked about. I'm, just, I'm practicing, man. I'm trying to build the good habits now. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you know, I, I, that's yeah, respectable. So, yeah, what do you like vaping? Or are you? You guys are your own them? sponsor. You can't pull yourself. <laughs> yeah. But we're always looking for more sponsors. You, you ri- yeah, you ripping okay. the. Yeah, we're tired. We're tired of this. My favorite way to intake weed. Ripping the pain. I like I like um, I get really paranoid when I'm out in public on, and I'm stoned, mm. so I do it a lot <laughs> because it's fun. I'm like, like I, it's a little masochistic. I I know I know I'm gonna get paranoid, so I'll get stoned and I'll because it's a um you you know that thing of like you you're trying to act like yourself, like you're trying to be normal. <laughs> I kind of like that challenge. Yeah. Because then you gotta think about like how do I act? You gotta like try to re-remember like how you are normally. Yeah, I agree with that. And it puts me more in touch with that. But like, okay, so what medium do you like to intake the devil's lettuce? My favorite. Well, I used to have a uh, of. I don't. I have. Sometimes I'll have a vape. Okay. The vape is dangerous. Oil or like vaping weed? Uh, oil. The vape is dangerous. I don't think you can vape weed. Because when I was in high school. You have to like assemble this. It's like you're assembling a sniper rifle, like the bong yeah. and everything. And there was that. There was that barrier between you and getting high. Mm-hmm. And now with the vape, it's like Anywhere. I'll just get high. And then all of a sudden, you're like in the middle of the day. I'm like, I want to go to the grocery store. Hit the oh, vape I might real as well quick. just get high. Yeah. And then I'm in the grocery store, like, what the fuck? Am I That's doing? why I would never buy the vape because I'm like, I'm also a big weed smoker, and okay. it's like. I don't want to give myself the ability to get high like that in under any circumstance. Yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot of things I do there. I'm like, this would be better high. And then suddenly like the rest of my, if it's middle of the day, like when I smoke weed, I get lazier, like even after I'm not high. So it's like, I kind of lose the rest of my day. Days of wash. It it, it gives you, but it puts you like we were talking about the Uh stepladder. I kind of like having that uh, when I'm, or like, if I'm on the stepladder, I'm at a grocery store. I'm like, how did? Oh, and it's a real legitimate question. How did all this food get here? <laughs> how the? F- and it's a beauty. It's crazy. There's a lot of beauty in how the food all got food all got there. And uh-huh. if I wasn't stoned, I don't know if I would appreciate that. <laughs> I, d- I do sometimes miss like you find beauty in everything when you're high. Yes, yeah. in the simplest things. That's simplest what it is. Like it's the, like being a child again. Like everything is wonderful. It's like yeah, 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 yeah. And um, I. If I'm like, and I think some of like the meditation and like presentness bullshit is about getting there. Yeah, it's about like look how cool this table is and yeah. all that stuff. Um, but weed is a great just shortcut. Is that. there a strain preference? Because I have a strain oh. preference, and I'm curious if you are an avid inhaler. If you have a, strain I have a hot take that I know is wrong. <laughs> I think I know where your hot take is going, but say it. Um, all weed is 
is weed mm-hmm. and the strains don't matter. What is the to me the biggest variable is not the strain but the person. So like I know folks who can get really like when I was in high school, I had a friend who would get stoned and then do all our homework. I could not fucking do that. <laughs> I know friends who can go out in public and get and be not be paranoid at all. And people who like can't do do anything when they're stoned, and it's all the same weed. And so, the, to me, the biggest variable is the people, not the strain. Have you not? But like now, have you? Well, first of all, uh, there are certain characteristics of uh, TA, or the weed plant. Cannabis versus THC, cannabinoid, which is CBD versus the THC. And then within that, there's certain things within THC. There's like Delta 9 is the thing that makes you heady versus the other thing that makes you feel like light, like your body high. And they can control that now scientifically. So I have to disagree with you. Oh, listen, no, I I, I, I said at the beginning, I'm wrong. No, 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 no. I just think that you're a beast. Like just weed is weed to you. But you've never gone and and like noticed the difference between a heavy sativa strain or a heavy uh, indica, like this sleepy, the thing that makes you sleepy versus more awake and able to do things or you're like, no, it's all the same. I have, it's a lie. They put a picture of SpongeBob with red eyes on it (laughs) and that makes you want to, and they call it the sponge something. I don't have a joke. But then you buy it. What the fuck am I talking? I feel like I'm high right now. What the fuck just happened? What nectar does to you, baby? Wait, so uh, need a piss. What's the? Oh, you guys gotta go to the bathroom. You and me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the? uh, What's the appropriate? Well, I was gonna say this question. Somebody asked because he was there because he's the clubbing rat. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Someone asked this question that is relatable to you. Just wait, just wait, just wait. Okay. You want to do a different one? Yeah. Well, some of these are just like now. I'm looking at them. They're not that great. We can we can make them. We can do something with. Yeah. It. So know. do do you fear that Chat GPT will take over your job? Um. I hope it does. <laughs> then I don't have to do anything. Yeah, but then how will you make money? I won't. I'll just be poor. Do are you like completely comfortable with just everything? Fault like if you were like homeless tomorrow, like. Are you- the uh, my ideal life yes is um uh this is gonna sound fucked up my ideal life is I have I just um nothing and I'm like totally okay with that as it stands right now if I if if I were home and I had absolutely nothing I would not be okay with that at all because I'm attached to my yeah fucking material things yeah because I'm you know an asshole <laughs> is but, that um, but is that being an asshole. Enjoying comfort, like for me, wanting to comfortably travel, or you enjoying a bed and right, 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 food um, and internet. Um, fuck, what was the question again? Um, <laughs> chat GPT take over. But- oh yes, 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 okay. So, so um, I ideal. Okay, my opinion on I when I think about this shit is I'm like, you know, at the baseline, life's like if you if you fucking can drink water and look at stuff. This goes back to the weed thing. Yeah. Okay, if you can be at a grocery store and just looking around and be like, how did this food get here? This is awesome. This is sick. If you can be homeless on a beach and just be like, I'm I'm just vibing. I'm hanging out. Um, like that's the way life being better is less about getting it to be better in my eyes and more about me having the right perspective to recognize at all times how amazing it is that I'm mm. looking at you right now and I can drink water and I smell things and feel them and like like there's in like there's infant 
there's infinite gratitude and just I can touch this fucking table right now, you know? And I think happiness is going to be about tapping into the weird gratitude of being able to look at how cool this table is more than it is about being able to afford, you know, comfort. Did you ask him, uh, let me guess the question, Uh, who's happier what like which country is that? <laughs> no, it's it's it started it started with. Do you think that Chat GPT will take over your job? And then oh. I was like, Do you do you care about like your material attack? No, I said, oh, What would happen? Okay. He said, My ideal yeah. life. And then I said, Do you care about your okay. material things? But, By the way, what I just said, I'm like, I'm not. A, I think to be fully in touch with that, you got to be like some enlightened monk or yeah, some yeah. shit. I'm not in touch with that. No, because I know I know we had a question that was like. Out of all the countries you've traveled to, what, what like what would you say like the happiest country is? Oh, I can't. It's More like an underdeveloped country, or I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't been to enough countries to answer that uh, question adequately. Well, also, what do you think? What I think is the most happiest country. Like, say, like a third world country. The people. Do you think the people in a third third world country would be happier than people in America? Are or? you trying to trick me? Into no, saying no. that poor people are happier on this <laughs> podcast. No, I, w- I want to know. Well, yeah. I know I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'll give my answer first if you yeah, want. Yeah, please. I think that um, maybe they're not happier, but their values are more rooted in like family and like simple things than people in right. America. There, well, there's there's a lot of depth in those simple things, mm-hmm. and I'm trying because I get. And you guys know you're on the internet and mm-hmm. you're like, man, this post didn't get enough likes. Yes. Mm. It got 4,000 likes. That's a fuck. That's a lot. Yeah. But, but not enough. Ba- but your baseline changes. And so yeah. I'm like, well, yeah. it's easier for me to lower because my baseline, my baseline can go as low as my heart is beating right now. And it can go as high as like, you know, why am I getting, you know, 20,000 likes instead of 40,000? And when it gets to my, when my baseline is that I'm fucked up. Mm. You know, so uh, the lower I can get it, the better. Beep. Have some of this. Uh, oh yeah, so sorry. Um, I mean we've been we've been shooting for for yeah, a minute we, now. I think that that about wrap. What was the last topic? I, I was in the bathroom. Uh, no, no, it was just. Do you fear that ChatGPT will take over your job? But then it led to the happiest to, country. No, no, no. It led to just like. Uh, his ideal life, and then mm-hmm. I started asking him if he cared. Like, if he was homeless tomorrow, would he care? Well, because um, like my like my life, like when I was fifteen, this the life I'm living right now would absolutely be my ideal life. Oh yeah. If I still have, and I'm sure you guys feel the same way. Exactly. With, yep. with, with you know, yes, all, all the all the good stuff that you guys are doing, but you know, you still have problems. You know, you're not like not everything's not amazing and yeah. beautiful and happy all the time. Yep. But it also kind of like is. You know, yeah. and it's only your only your mental baseline block. has changed. Your baseline has changed, and so if you can get the baseline down, to be like, "Well, this is sick, beautiful." I like that. That that goes into the not wanting anything part. Yeah, yeah. we could talk about this topic for days, but yeah, yeah, we've been. I think we need to wrap it up. It's yeah. been a minute, but that's just because we have the most interesting gecko in the world. Thank oh, you, thanks, Mr. Man. Therapy Gecko. Can I, can I talk about, can I plug stuff? Anything yes, you want, man. Look, Look into that camera, camera. Plug whatever you want. And then at the end, we have one more thing. Yeah. I have a podcast. It's called Therapy Gecko. It's on Spotify. You just type Therapy Gecko. And I'm going on a tour. I'm, whatever city you live in, I'm going to it. Uh, and you can, the tickets will be on sale starting February 3rd. 
And I think you can find them at www.therapygecko.com. When does the tour start, officially start? Uh, my first date is uh, March 16th. I will be in Phoenix, Arizona. Are you riding like a tour bus or just flying from city to city? Um, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I might fucking walk. <laughs> I mean, I'm taking the bus. The, uh, the, the last thing is give our audience one piece of advice. One piece of advice. Into oh, the same shit, camera. Fuck. Um, <laughs> one piece of advice. Oh, man. Uh, uh, be yourself. <laughs> unless if that gets you into jail or something. <laughs> unless, unless that gets you into jail. I like it. Yeah. I like that one. Mr. Lyle forever. Thank you guys. But thank you guys very much for having me on. This was fun and, and cool and awesome. And I, I appreciate um, this vibe. And I, li- I like, by the way, I like this stuff. This Let's is go. good. Non-prayed. What? <laughs> non, non, non-paid. No under the table money. None. Exchanged. I, I like, I like this. We didn't this give him crickets under the table. <laughs> no delectable yeah. fruits. What does a gecko eat? All right, let's do that. Let's do that. My name is Lyle. I am a gecko, and I am under the influence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, awesome. we always forget to cheer. Lyle is twenty-one plus. It's okay. It doesn't. You don't know that. You never asked. What are you in gecko years? Uh, dead. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Hey guys, we're under the influence. And if you're enjoying our clips and you want to see the full episodes, you can go to our website. We have them all linked to every audio streaming platform and YouTube. If you like, comment, and subscribe over there, it really helps us out. Please, we haven't paid the rent in months. If you're looking for us or any of the guests, we always tag them. Also, if you have any topics or questions you want to ask us, go to our website or text this number on the screen. If you're feeling thirsty, drink Nectar Nectar Hard Seltzer. Delicious Asian flavors and no weird aftertaste. We ship to 45 states. Use code UTI15 at checkout on our website for 15% off your first box. And if you want some of the best bartending tools money can buy, you can use the same code UTI15 on barchemistry.com for 15% off. Thank you guys for your support. We really appreciate it. And if you leave mean comments, please stop. They really hurt our feelings. But if you don't, we love you.